makes me want to break some shit. I'm telling you. It makes me want to dance a jig. If you've never driven across a small Bahamian island on a golf cart on the wrong side of the road, on the American side of the road, in a manner that when you arrive at your destination, you have to do a head count to make sure everybody's still with you. (laughs) You haven't listened to this song in the proper frame of mind. What if you had an extra? Oh, that would <laughs> like actually... you picked up a walker right to the windshield of the golf cart. Oh, have a windshield. Well, yeah. I've never thought about that. Yeah, you know, I don't know. It's just some Bahamian lady sitting like shotgun <laughs> with you. Thanks <laughs> for thought. Well, yeah. then thanks yeah. for the ride. <laughs> then you just look at her and say, "We're here, man." Yeah. <laughs> so uh, we are back, and I think we actually get to. Move it on up an entire episode eight. Episode mm-hmm. eight, because the prodigal son of the podcast has returned. Andrew back on the board. I'm back, mm-hmm. bitches. Mm-hmm. And uh, we. I'm Brittany, bitch. <laughs> we're, I'm like the McRib. I'm back. <laughs> we're uh, we're actually missing somebody this week. Mark is uh, actually conducting a crystal meth operation out in Montana, <laughs> and uh, Ben Pickett. What's up? Was so kind as to sit down uh, just prior to becoming uh, quite the international traveler starting tomorrow morning. Where are you headed? Uh, Philippines. Philippines. And how long is it going to take a man to get there? It takes about 30 hours. It's a lot quicker than riding a ship. Oh, I wouldn't do it. No way. So uh, I'm here at the other end of the table from Andrew. And, of course, the star, the one and only, the reason for Carl Fest, (laughs) Carl Granger. Carl. Right. And, a festival uh, of all things, Carl. There you go. And we also have a new face. And well, we we actually have new a voice. new voice. Yes. Um, joining us via the telephonic miracle that happens when you plug your phone into the board, straight and live from Nashville, Tennessee. <laughs> Leslin, what you doing, girl? Just standing in a parking lot. Oh, that's exciting. Okay. Oh yeah. So. Uh, what what brings you to uh, the parking lot this evening? Oh, just getting dinner with some friends. Well, what, what parking lot in particular are you standing in? Like, where are you out for dinner in Nashville? So, it's called Sperry's, and it's a steakhouse. Nice. And it's in, like, a really ritzy part of town that I feel weird in. Okay. Um, any, any, but, any cause for any particular celebration that's got you uh, out with the, the ladies tonight? Or is it just a girls, um, girl, regular girls' night out? I'm still celebrating turning 30. Hey, that's been a party oh, that's been weird. going on for a while. Who turned turned 30? You must have an older sister. <laughs> no. <laughs> Thank you. I've never seen you before. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Leslin's joining us because um, in spirit, even though she's drinking way too much wine tonight, we yep. are drinking uh, way too some, much beer. some Rheingeist. Right. Um, that Leslin was so kind as to provide for us to lubricate the podcast with. Yeah, it's I don't even remember which one I gave you now. But it's it's a it's blonde. Good. It's a blonde ale. It's Coug- the blonde ale. I love me cougars. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cougar. Cougars. I, I I really think Leslin looked at that and was like, cougar. Yep. Yep. The boys need a cougar in their life. Twenty yeah. IBUs. Y'all do. So. What's been happening uh, as you celebrate your big three uh, zero all summer long? Oh, you been doing any fishing? You've been getting out at all, or you just uh, yeah, I was in doing Beaufort, the school South thing? South Carolina and everything. Like at the end of May, fishing with Owen. 
Okay. Um, so I did that and then went striper fishing um, on Bikini. Who'd you? But it was a it was a bust. So. Oh really? Okay. The waters were like it was really really high because we had had a ton of rain. I could relate to that. I've got a story later from my exploits up in Pennsylvania, and it involved way too much water. <laughs> yeah. Um, what kind of fishing is there to be had around Nashville? Um, so there's a lot of trout. Uh, you in got Nashville? Bass. Well, outside. How far? About like an hour on That's the Canyon Fork River. Um, then you got bass kind of on the Harpeth and some other places, or you could go to the lakes. There's actually some really pretty lakes that uh, you can go to in Nashville, but you're not allowed to fish there, right? Correct. Like Radnor. Yeah. Well, you know what they it's say, this land is your land. You know what I mean? Do you ever spend time like up uh, land between the lakes? Yeah. I haven't been there in a really long time, but it's gorgeous. Tennessee has some really great places that I always forget about. Yeah. Where, What lake is it that you typically are out on on the paddleboard? Old Hickory. Old Hickory. And uh, when you're out there doing any fishing, uh, typically what are you going to be targeting? Bass. Bass. Small mouth or large bass? Both. Both. Cool. Um, It's more so trying to avoid not to be, like, pushed off from the wakeboard boats. Uh, We got Your version of a jet ski. Right. Mm -hmm. Well, it's like a jet ski and a manatee. T- together because they're that big. That would really suck. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like they're attack, big attack, and they make big waves and they'll... Fighter manatees. Yeah. yeah. Like they put water in their boat to make big waves. Yeah, they, they have like, ballast systems yeah, that yeah. fill oh, the boat so with water. To give shit yeah. to jump off of. Yeah. That's fucked yeah. up. So it's like crazy a, looking. A 20-foot boat can make like a 50-foot boat. We have dedicated wave. lakes down here for that. Yeah. Like, we do it right. <laughs> mm-hmm. Concentration lakes. Concentration. <laughs> that was a little off, Carl. Like that. <laughs> that was a little off. Oh, Carl, Carl, Carl. <laughs> Starting strong. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, as you can tell, Leslin, uh, good choice in beverages because Carl's certainly uh, yeah. feeling it already. Yeah. Definitely. And uh, listen, we, we just wanted to bring you on to say thanks. You've uh, This isn't the first time you've sent beer our way, and we really do appreciate no. it. And uh, you... Uh, definitely are one of our pro staffers and uh i just want to tell you i can't remember who made the comment but somebody commented on instagram on like private message to us kind of putting us on notice that it's their intention to figure out like where you're drinking and using that because they're planning on stealing it so just be (laughs) very careful somebody up nashville has their eye on your koozie Well, watch your back. It, yeah, <laughs> hey, being pro staff is right. like, you know, a pretty serious thing. You can't take it lightly. You got to be on your toes. So, uh, well, listen, we appreciate you taking the time to hop on here with us real quick. Get back in there. Enjoy your dinner at the steakhouse. And oh, I will. We will. I will be up that direction in a couple of days. Hope to bump into you when I'm in town. And uh, yeah. don't forget, Carl's going to be all the way down in Chattanooga tomorrow, and uh, he's expecting a full report, like concierge service, mm-hmm. from where to... you are in Nashville about what he needs to do in Chattanooga. <laughs> right. Hey, I have nothing going on tomorrow, so I can maybe like type up a little paper for him. Okay. Okay. All right. I'll grade it. 
Okay. Red pin. Yep. Getting the red pin out. Okay. I'll be prepared. All right. All right. We'll catch you a little bit later this week. Take care. All right. Sounds good. All right. See you, Les. So, did anybody read the can? No. No. We haven't. Oh. Born of breezes, captured sunlight, and whiffle. This beer is a balanced yet dry siren whose first sip calls for the third. Hopped with arguable restraint, Cougar stays fierce enough to raise eyebrows. Did Yet it's tame enough. <laughs> that, I don't know that word. The last one. Sessionable. It's like sessionable, like you, you're going to go like... You know extation, but you don't know that? Extentation. Exactly. <laughs> sessionable. He so you're going to have like a nice session. started in the middle. That's what I realized. Yeah, yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah. Oh. Like, I was looking at my can the whole time Carl was talking, and I'm going, mine doesn't say that. Yeah. Born of breezes. I just saw that, and that's that's where I had to... Fair enough. Is your it's waters. a sailing beer. <laughs> Do you think Brie gets any kind of residual or royalty from, you know, it's born of Breeze? Sure like, as Like Breezies. Maybe that's what oh, they mean. Oh, Breezies. Like, yeah. Breezies. Like every Brie. Like a crowd of Breeze. A crowd of Breeze. <laughs> <laughs> it's very breezy out It's very breezy and steezy up in here. So, well, so it's geez. been, it's been what things have happened close three. to like two, three weeks. So I think three, closer I three. think closer yeah. to three since we've all hung out here in the old Taylor Park. I'm gonna note cards out. Oh, Carl has note I make, yeah. on the brand new phone, or no, is that the old, old phone, phone? Old phone, I didn't have the I made these notes before I even had the new phone. The burner uh, okay. phone, yeah. This is, yeah, this is a big boy throwaway, piece. yeah. So, I wasn't here for the last one, I'll say. No, very, you weren't very. Very excellent, eventful, work, gentlemen. Yes, <laughs> eventful. Yes. Um, I think we need to open up with how many people have been touching trouser trout. Touching what? Trouser trout. What the fuck is that? <laughs> trout fishing. <laughs> what? He's trout fishing. He's making a play trout, trout weenie. Uh, right, trouser no, trout. No. I see. Too Andrew, too smart for me. I have it. Trout. You just caught a trout. Um, when you're in North Carolina, we talked about that. Yeah, Larry. Yeah, I, trout. I, I went trout fishing last week, actually. Mark, where is he right now? He, he is trout, trout fishing. fishing, touching some trout. Yes. Austin, trout fishing. Mm-hmm. Wilds, trout fishing. Bree, Bree trout, trout fishing. fishing. It's like I don't even know you people. It's it's almost like Discovery Channel Shark Week, but right. it's trout. It's trout week. week. It's trout week. Right. <laughs> That'd be the most uneventful. It's the summer of trout. <laughs> it's the summer of troutiness. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Trout and high water. Well, uh, where Wilds and Bree went was not. Gorgeous. It was like gorgeous yeah. water. Yeah, was like like there's no way they were in Pennsylvania because yeah. the Pennsylvania trout fishing that I know is like Glass raging four. poo water. <laughs> <laughs> it was like a really fast moving mosquito lagoon. <laughs> One hell of an outgoing tide. Uh huh. Sounds nice. I, uh, you know, had been doing a little bit of reading and trying to like get a sense of what to expect. And anything you read about Penns Creek is like it is the most awesome trout fishery in all of Pennsylvania. More trout per mile, and then there's all these big trout that are there. So I was pretty stoked thinking, you know, it's going to be 
a pretty good time, right? Yeah. Even my dumb ass is going to be able to catch a trout. So we stopped in Maryland, just shy of the you. Pennsylvania line. Actually, I, I notified our mountain hippie, because that's where he's from, is Maryland, where I was. And he was like, oh, my gosh, you're only like an hour and a half, hour, whatever, from where I grew up, this creek, that creek, the other. I was like, that's great. I'm just spending the night and going on. But uh, It's the only thing Maryland's good for. Moving on. Passing through? Yeah. Moving on in crab cakes. So <laughs> the morning that we were <laughs> arriving into Pennsylvania, we awoke to pretty much steady just drizzle and it apparently had been drizzling the prior day so like in excess of 24 hours they just got this drizzle 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 and i think they got somewhere around two and a half three inches of rain um in 24 hours a little over 24 hours uh as i was rolling into town so i hope i get this right the typical cfs the flow on the creek that I was planning on fishing was in the 250 to 300 CFS range, right? I have no clue what that means. We Keep dropped off. That's right. Roger. We dropped off, and the next morning when it was time to, you know, rubber hits the road, I get to go fishing for the first time. Of course, we'd driven across a bridge, and I knew it was bullshit. It wasn't <laughs> going to happen. But I went to the... I went to the freaking chart and pulled it up and it was over 3000 cfs so i was like well this isn't going to work out so well so didn't even try and i think maybe on the second or third day it had come down enough where i start seeing rocks starting to see rocks in the grass the grass is still like you know bent over it's like still pretty swift but the level's coming down and i found a smaller creek that feeds into Penn's Creek that I was able to get to and I managed to get one little brown and uh, nymphing, in other words, dragging a bobber. <laughs> and uh, but it was it was fun, you know, it was like it was that Is the river waitable? Yeah, I was waiting. I was yeah. definitely waiting. Uh, and, and it's not a river, it's a creek. It's oh, small. Okay. It's really small. Um, but uh you know, it was a, it was a little sense of accomplishment that you know, even though the adverse conditions, I was yeah. able to at least get one to eat. Uh, I actually had had one eat earlier, and I didn't land it. But you I didn't trout set. I did not trout set. Strip set. Strip set. set. Yeah. So, and uh, <laughs> even though even though the water continued to improve a little bit over the balance of the week um we went over towards state college and did the uh spring creek um they call it fisherman's paradise there's like a whole like trail that runs along the creek there i didn't even so much as like come close to seeing a trout feeding a trout or otherwise and then kept on the struggle bus the entire rest of the week did not get a single fish to eat shit but were you fishing all day no, no, because uh, you know it was, it was more of a family trip. So looked like there was a lot of drinking. There, there was a good amount of drinking. Um, there's some really cool bars up there. Yeah. Um, there's a Milheim is the town, and uh, they have a little craft brewery there, and they had some delicious beverages there. Actually, uh, brought back a growler 
that's uh, pretty cool. Got some cool artwork on it. And uh, food's it, cheap it looked, as shit. I, I would like to give it a go one more time. You know, if the if the conditions were better, because yeah. I mean, it's really pretty amazing. Some of the some of the opportunities as far as where you access the river, and that's one of the things is like. There's a tremendous amount, and I said river, but it's a creek, but there's a tremendous amount of the water that you can't get to because it's you'd have to cross private property to get there. Yeah. But for the time that I was up there, it was due, especially during midweek, I literally on two occasions saw other anglers, and then as it got closer back to the weekend, like on Friday and on Saturday, there was definitely like, it was like a zoo. It's like the lagoon, like mm. fucking people everywhere. Yeah. Um, but it was uh, probably Friday, the the towards the end of the week after we'd been up there the whole week. Um, I I was waiting a stretch, and there was a guide coming down the river with a couple of sports. And it's again, I said river. It's a creek. It's not. It's cussed, not very big. Like a float trip or what's that? On a float? On yeah, they're floating, and and the the flow had gotten back down to. The, a level that was still above what's normal, and that's the only time they can actually float. And they were they were using a small raft, um, and it was. I had seen them as I was driving along the creek. I had seen him back rowing up the creek, so he'd gone up to a certain point, and then he was working his way back down and fishing his sports. And it was funny to me because I could hear before I could really see. Yeah, and one of the guys and they they were fishing bobber rigs right and so the guy had tried to roll cast and the flies had ended up in the tree that was over the branch that was overhanging and he did what i would have done tried to snatch that shit out of there right well all he did is like tangled it up worse and set the hook into the wood or whatever and i could hear the guide going i think as close to accurate as i can be is well, the hooks don't set themselves into the wood unless you do. And I was like, I'm just going to ease on out of the way. And I did. I literally kind of waded over to the side and just sat down, got my waiter, like, you know, my bag and opened it up. And I was like, I think it's about time to change flies or something, just chill out. So they come down and like, as he gets there, he sees me sitting on the bank, and I'd seen him at the fly shop uh, a couple days earlier, so okay. he recognized me. He's like, hey, man, how's it going? I said, good, brother. How about yourself? He's like, how you doing? I said, I just got here, just got in. He's like, what about the other day when I saw you? I said, nope, still no bueno. I was like, what about you? How'd you guys do? And he was like, oh, it actually picked up later in the evening. I was like, all right, cool, man. And he wasn't actually in the raft. He was actually like kind of walking behind the raft because he was getting ready to go through this little uh, slide that went into the next pool. And just as he finishes talking to me and goes to turn to, to continue downstream to get out of the way so I can get back to fishing, one of the guys launches it into the tree again. <laughs> and, of course. Yeah, and, and Trout sets the shit out of it really good. <laughs> And he just turns and looks at me and kind of does the head shake. And I was like, gave him the shrug of the shoulders. And he goes, takes the rod from the guy. And he's like trying to get it out. Too late. The guy's already like really bounded up in there. And he's like, man, I am so sorry. 
and he had to like kind of walk over and ruin the run and, and, and snatch it out. And I was like, have a good one, man. <laughs> like, you know, oh yeah. The, the guy was having a long day. It was, uh, it was funny to see kind of like the pain that he was having to go through. Yeah. Misery crosses state lines and believe and, it or not. Well, here's so for all those shenanigans, right? The next day, as I'm sitting in the church and, and getting ready for my day, I look at Instagram, and I know the guide's Instagram, and I look, and there's one of those fucking tree-catching sons of bitches holding a really nice brown trout. Of course. And it was caught on a dry fly, but it was I could tell by the picture it was like super late in the day. And I had already commenced to drinking by then and given up on fishing, so I was <laughs> like, fuck you and your tree-hooking shit. I didn't stay out there long enough for the hatch to happen. But I guess there are nice fish in Penn's Creek if you're willing to stay out there late. Yeah. I just So the hatches happen like in the morning and afternoon? Yeah, morning and evening and, you know. So, anyway, um, if I went back up there and fished again, I would definitely try to uh, dedicate like a day or two to it where I exclusively was like, I'm checking out. I'm going fishing. I'll see you at dark kind yeah. of deal rather than the, hey, let's go, you know, and have the wife tag along and, and be like, because you get like this pressure of she's telling you it's cool and she's totally playing it. It's cool. Yeah. But you still feel like you keep kinda, her out. Yeah. Day, yeah. Day, you don't want to keep her out all yeah. day. And it's like, yeah. you know, and, and I mean, it didn't take, I mean, she's no fly fisherman, but she can see the poop brown water raging. She yeah. knows, I, I, you know, like, why are you even doing this? But there I am, beating the shit out of, you know, like whipping yeah. that. Yeah. So if it was really good conditions, I think I would just simply say, okay, I'm going to fish on Tuesday, Thursday. The rest of the week's yours. Let's figure mm-hmm. out what we're doing. Mm-hmm. And then I'd just pour my heart and soul into two days and the rest of it. Happen. Yeah, instead of riding the struggle bus all week long. Slowly. Yeah. Slowly. So, Slowly. A little bit at a time. A little bit yeah. at a time. Yeah. So, um we're all not as fortunate to get beautiful trickles of crystal clear, lovely water like Bree and Wilds did. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah. I sure am jealous of it. And I think yeah. it was like an afterthought. Well, yeah, it was. Thing. Yeah, like yeah, if you yeah, saw yeah. on the Instagram stories, like I don't know, I remember who it was, but like saw this fish cruise to the river. And next story was at a fly shop, and it was like yeah, yeah. impromptu session. And then all of a sudden, you start seeing trout pictures. Yeah, yeah. And both of them, like, you yeah. know, everybody's like, oh, you know, like, your turn. Exactly. Some I'm, people I'm just sick have of it all kind of, like, come fish. together. Yeah. You yeah. go for a while. That's way better than this, like, 103-degree heat in yeah. bathtub water. <laughs> Fuck that. <laughs> um, I haven't seen much. I mean, I haven't really been out of the shop much either, but not a whole heck of a lot of fishing going on lately. Or fish catching going on lately. Right. Here. Lagoon. Well, actually, um, since our last um, meeting of minds here around the microphones, Ted and I did go out and fish um, once in the lagoon, and uh, it was it was kind of uh, an awesome <laughs> opportunity for me. I didn't have to stay on the back of the skiff. I actually got to go up on the dance floor and be a bow hog. Mm-hmm. Little did I know that I would be dancing in the same spot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but in all honesty, 
Ted is now the proud new owner of an Ancona Shadowcast. And he knew he was going to be getting that skiff, and he thought it might be a good idea that he get a little bit of uh, time on the polling platform. So I said, man, I know I'm going to hate every minute of this, but I'll take you out there and let you do it. <laughs> and I gave him the general rundown of push this way to go that way, push that way to go this way, and push straight to go straight, and tear it up, wear it out, son. Mm-hmm. And he tore it up and wore it out, that's for sure. And uh, as, aside yeah. from, from that, I will simply say I hope that the next time we talk to Ted – Ted will fill in this the details. <laughs> Come on, Ted. So Teddy boy. Mm-hmm. We okay. um we actually ended up fishing the following day and um we had plans just to go back out in the lagoon and uh, the idea of getting pulled around by Ted again in circles was weighing heavily Baby on me. <laughs> and I noticed that it was a west wind, and I knew the time of year that there was probably a good chance that there were the false albies off the beach. And I said, I'm going to give it a go. And we punched it out through the inlet and went in out whip, in the whip. <laughs> yep. And uh, went out there and found some uh, false albies and fed them a clouser and Gave him a little short skiff ride and sent him on his way. And then uh, we went and got behind a shrimp boat. And Ted hooked into a really nice Albie behind the shrimp boat. And unfortunately got broken off. But uh, we uh, came back in. Yeah, yeah. It's offshore. It's yeah. an offshore yeah. fisherman. When I saw that, right. I was like, holy yeah. shit, you made it through the right. inlet. Yeah, yeah but That's the inlet, awesome. yeah. it's not... It's when not it lays big, down. Yeah, it's when it yeah. lays yeah. down. I've only been through it when it was terrible. Yeah, so. yeah. Uh, trust yeah. me, I wouldn't have taken the skiff through it if it was terrible. <laughs> it was it was tolerable and easy. Yeah. And um, I did nearly get run over by oh, there a, was a, a sport fisher. Right. Um, it's a navigation situation. Yeah, yep, it was. And I wish that I could recall... The terminology that a, that a that a qualified captain would use. Right. Uh, there's the giveaway vessel and the well. Suffice to say that uh, this qualified captain recognized me and was feeling that it was incumbent that he admonish me for him having to back off of the throttles to avoid Fucking killing really? me. Really? And it was like nautical navigation rules of the road 101 basic shit that he was so in the wrong. So when when I found the message, I just said, LOL, love the dramatics, and <laughs> great seeing you today. Hope you're doing well. And I just left it at that because I was like, if he's so fucking dumb that he doesn't know the rules of the road at that basic level me trying to explain it to him ain't gonna help him no so yeah there and the only drama the only drama was he came off plane threw his hands in the air and i waved at him (laughs) so and i never i I never like let up i was like still cruising through the inlet or out um, just inside yeah, the inlet, just yeah. inside the inlet where you have to go north or south. Yeah. So in the inlet and so, gotcha. but yeah, that was, that was kind of funny. Um, 
but uh, yeah, for you, <laughs> yeah. The uh, the interesting thing is the dichotomy of everything that everybody's doing. I mean, it's yeah. it's summer. It's not the same old grind. It seems like everybody's kind of trying to find different little things to do. Adventures. Mm-hmm. I mean, you conspiring. you've been out for uh, what? Looking for bonefish. Yeah, um, <clears throat> I'm on this never-ending quest to find a bonefish. So my three fish for this year were a peacock bass on fly, okay. which I did, um, and the brown trout on fly, which I did sort of, small one, uh-huh. two of them. Small ones counts. count. Yeah, yeah. Yep. good degrees. Yep. Yeah, that's what she said to me. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, and then, you know, of course, the bonefish. Uh, so right now I'm balancing all my online classes. I have seven online classes to finish Seven up. classes? Nice. Online, which are fucking terrible. How many hours total? Uh, three times seven. 21, so you're taking 21, 21 hours. hours. Jesus. Like a lot. Uh-huh. Jesus Christ. Um, so... What's full-time? 12? Yeah. So how did it happen that you... Is this a, from a lack of applying yourself in the past that you get, like, jammed no. up with this many classes in no. one semester? When you go into the degree, it's... They don't tell you how many other general education classes you need to take in the beginning to finish up in the end in four years. So that would have meant for me to take every summer full of classes. And uh, I didn't even know I was supposed to do that until probably the last year. And I was like, holy shit. Like, they suggest I take the last summer and then another semester on top of that. And I'm going to have to do that. So it kind of sucks. But anyway, between classes... I've been doing uh, some boater fishing down in the Keys uh, to no avail. You've been uh, all the way down to Key West for that? Fuck no. <laughs> <laughs> you won't you won't find me fucking 50 <laughs> miles from that place. <laughs> Why? Why would you want to go to Key West? What's up with the strip? They've got a strip club. <laughs> I mean, no. It's super classy. Yes, I'm sure. I'm sure. It's upscale. A lot of dicks. That's like <laughs> hundreds of dicks in there. No. Um, um, so, yeah, I've been fishing around for that, fishing the Everglades for tarpon and stuff. Um, it's a little bit of everything. Uh, I'm back down in Miami now, so it's like, you know, any where? given after Miami. Miami? Yeah. Now, um, now I got you. <laughs> so it's just a matter of throwing the canoe on the back of the truck and heading out you know, for an afternoon session, but all this fresh water has kind of made the backcountry, um, like the water straight up black. I mean, an inch down, you're not seeing shit. It's like black nice. coffee, Cuban coffee, black without creamer. It's like really fucking black. No cone leche. No. So it, no. the fishing's been tough that way. So it is, and that's just because of all the rain. You're getting like yeah a lot of fresh water. We had that tropical tropical depression that sat over them. When I was up in Washington, uh-huh. not Washington, up in North Carolina, right, and uh, I think all that shit just kind of stirred the system. Hmm. Um, but yeah, so I've been working on that. Um, I'm going up to Washington D.C. tomorrow for uh, for about a month, so hopefully get some trout fishing in and some smallmouth fishing in. Leaving tomorrow. When did you say? Sort of. Yeah, I'm driving up Savannah tomorrow. Okay. Yeah, and then from there we'll drive up to uh, D.C. on Sunday. Nice. Yeah, hopefully pop in and see Rich. Uh, I mean, we're probably... Mr. Free now. Yeah, we're probably 15 minutes away from the shop there where we live. My dad lives. 
So, supposed to uh, do like a camp and canoe trip down the Shenandoah River. Probably fish for some smallmouth there. So that actually sounds like a lot of fun. Uh, yeah, yeah, hopefully it will. Be. Uh, if not, whiskey will help. <laughs> so always does. Yeah, nothing too exciting. Um, kind of waiting for it to kick back in, get back in the groove. But I've often, with that river trip you're talking about, I've often thought about like one-way trips. Like where you drop off a car, yeah, like as you would on a I river. Think that's what but we're doing. Here. That's what we're doing. Yeah. But like, do it. You know, I, you know what? what I mean? I've yeah. actually because you have like twice as much area you can cover in one day, right? Because you know you can just jump in the car at the end of the day and do what you got to do, shuffle around. I've so always a lot faster. I've boat. always wanted to take my skiff out like through the inlet on like a. It would have probably been today. Would have been a good day. It was like glass calm out mm-hmm. there, and fish my way south. And like come back in at Port Canaveral and have my boat and trailer, or you know, my trailer and my truck there. Yeah. You know, yeah somehow, yeah, my yeah. magically talk one of you guys and you're like, all right, drop me in here and then go drop my truck off down there and yeah, work your way south. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be cool. Because very, you know, you get like so much more. I mean, even if it just There's be no like ride home. Yeah. There's no ride home. Yeah. You're just exactly. You're just going. Yeah. 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 So that would be kind of fun. Um, I've often thought. Because I've I've done pretty long trips from like Sanford yeah. on the St. Johns yeah. all the way from Sanford all the way to Blues or not uh, to Lake George up to um, Salt Springs. No, not Salt Springs. Why am I um, Silver Glen? Oh, oh yeah, yeah. And I mean that you know typically you put in an aster and just like make the short trip, but like we ran the whole river up there, and and that's really cool. Unfortunately, now they have a bunch of freaking manatee zones on the St. John's, so it would be like a forever trip to try that to do the St. John's. Yeah. So. Yeah, trolling motor trip. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Why waste well, the gas? Yeah, right. really. Put trolling <laughs> Solar motor trolling. Sit back. Well, um, let me let me let me look at my notes, guys. Yeah, All right. Well, let's. What do you want to run to break? Yeah, yeah let's, let's run to break. break. Yeah, let's yeah. run to break. Yeah, and uh, we'll we'll. Refresh Re- our recollection on our notes and see what we can come up with. Yeah. Oh, there's shit to talk about. I'm sure. Oh yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. See you guys in a bit. guest we have the one and only careless ethiopian joining us from high above denver in the valley but still higher than denver what's up ben hey guys how's it going so when i hear sweet island music i'm thinking 
we're probably about to talk to a ginger from Colorado. <laughs> That's me. That's the, the Pavlovian uh, response is pretty too easy to instill in you, huh, Carl? Yes. Yeah. Well, uh, you know, the, there's there's been a little uh, little change of direction with the show this evening. Um, Andrew is uh, a bit under the weather. We're not quite sure if it has to do with uh, a 22-year-old's inability to pace himself when it comes to uh, adult beverages, or maybe he got uh, a little bit of a, a bad sausage. But whatever the mm-hmm. case... Um, <laughs> Everybody catches a bad sauce. <laughs> you know what I mean? Things yeah. Happen. So, uh, Ben, uh, it's been a little while since we've had you uh, join us, and uh, I know that you've been up to some uh, pretty cool adventures of late. You, you're you're kind of like uh, on a on a tear, man, when it comes to fishing. You've uh, covered a bunch of miles and uh, notched quite a few new. Uh, not new species, but like new experiences, yeah? I have, yeah, I have been been on a tear is a good way to put it. June uh, is making a very strong running for my favorite month of the year now, the last few years. There's just a lot of stuff to do in June. Um, we've been up north, we've been down south, we've been all over. Big fish, small fish, dry flies, all kinds of stuff. So... You were, how about poop fish? Let's let's go poop fish. Poop fish? Yeah, poop fish. That was uh, first week of June. So we have this this poop fish spot. It's it's Lando's spot. I knew about it before, but I never went there. I've actually seen, I believe I've seen video from there. It's, you like pole a boat in shallow water and, and sight cast these fish right yeah it's crazy yeah. huh <laughs> like it's like red fishing in the yeah out in the, like desert basically it's yeah weird and actually it's a unique scenario at this particular spot i mean people carp fish all over the place you know and and there's a i mean it's that's nothing new of course um but this scenario in this lake is is a little bit unique and the fish are really big, and there's tons and tons of them. And, and I think that the, the comparison between carp fishing and saltwater fishing gets made a lot, and I think it draws a lot of eye-rolling from saltwater fishermen. But it shouldn't, I because I, I, you well, know, clearly I've done both, and I'll be honest with you, there's a hell of a lot of parallels between the two, and... It shouldn't be drawing eye rolls. It's it's actually pretty damn cool that you can be up in the middle of the Rockies in a in a lake and really be pulled over and sight fish a fish that's feeding, moving, feeding, moving, and it's it's a redfish. It really is. It's crazy. Right, and and, and it is, but it's always you know redfish fishing can be different all over the place and so can carp fishing the scenario that we do in june up in this particular lake actually has a lot of tarpon similarities which i know there's probably a whole lot of eye rolling going on right i just now. did oh, I, was just, yeah. <laughs> I just did three three out of three people at this table just eye rolled i'm not saying it's exactly the same they're obviously worlds different 
you can draw some similarities. And so, like, carp fishing, more redfish style, you're fishing fish that are feeding. You know, they're moving around, foraging, looking for shit. And in this case, you're molesting carp that are on their reds. Yes, they're actively digging nests. <laughs> nice. <laughs> you know, I little red rockets come out. We say that's the one we want. Right. So, so if you can stand by for a moment, Ben, we've got a, a local that lives on that lake that actually said that he is putting up um, signs on the shoreline next June that says, <laughs> "Stay off the reds, asshole." <laughs> Yeah, fucking greenies up here raping our shit. <laughs> well, it wasn't. It's, it's pre-spawn. That's the deal. Okay, they're not spawning. Okay, it's pre-spawn. But where I was going is that there's like, it's not strings of fish, but it's definitely pods of fish that are just going from A to B. You know, like it's like Oceanside tarpon. They're just cruising through. So if you can peel one off and or you know feed one then cool so, and then you get like the singles and doubles and those singles fish are way easier to feed you know but they're just they're just cruising down the line they're not really feeding they're just on the move so do so, you guys do you guys like watch um chasing silver and like uh <laughs> location x like before you guys go and do this so that you guys have the nomenclature <laughs> yes. down so you can be like bro bro yeah did you see that one lean oh right. man oh he oh, oh yeah. we almost fed that one holy shit totally. we're still he waiting for the worm hatch to happen on this lake <laughs> yeah yeah yet. the hatch so so is it a big bridge that you anchor up underneath for waiting for that or wherever we can find the most current in amongst mm-hmm. the walleye fishermen. You know, it's tough to <laughs> think the There's a bit of user conflict there. Nice. But, you know, with enough yelling and screaming. And they see our camera crew boats. Yep. So they give us a little space. They're like, holy shit, pro staff, clear the way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, but it is a really fun thing. It's a really limited window of time that this scenario happens. Earlier, the fish aren't there. Later on, you know, these things aren't aren't there's things that make it not work but uh it's it's nice to be able to hit this window i've gone and done it two years in a row now for one day and i've gotten incredibly lucky to have basically no wind and uh where would you just you know like having no wind is unheard of so it's nothing like tarpon fishing (laughs) (laughs) except for you know i've seen tarpon fishing like that from like six to seven a.m right right. exactly (laughs) yeah that's about it do you think you're gonna uh, make the cover of uh are you gonna put the cover like a cover shot on like fly fish journal i'm gonna have three different ones i hope because i keep changing because they are like spawning They're spawning, yeah, you, so... you change your shirt and your hat every time and right. just, you know, flip the horizon around to a different horizon, you can re- and turn the fish around. Right. You know, you can you can recycle the same fish and get Instagram likes for days. Right. North, right. south, east, so, west. So, I, I think I saw definitely, like, uh, mirror carp that you were... Ca- was that pretty much it? Was, or they're, was... pretty much, they're pretty much all mirror carp in this lake. Okay. I haven't... I haven't caught a common carp out of there. I know that uh, the guys have caught a few of them, but that's uh, that's one that's thing. That's the that predominant. What you're what you're yeah. looking at? Okay. Yeah. And, you know, anywhere from ten to thirty pounds. Wow. Anything under ten pounds is a dink. What was so, what was the biggest uh, that you tied into? Me. 
this trip, me, I don't know, right around 20, maybe low 20s, somewhere in there. Oh, I didn't measure yeah. any or weigh any. But uh, last year, I got a bigger one around 30. Um, they're all big enough, man. Yeah, I sounds up, like I it. I drove up the night before and crashed, and I started fishing at like 7. I started walking the bank before everyone else was really stirring, before we got the boat in the water. And I caught a few on, sh- on foot, and then we fished out of the boat the rest of the morning. And by 11.30, I was done. I'm like, I my arms hurt, my belly hurt from shoving the rod butt in there. Like, I'm done. I turn around and went home. Huh. So, yeah. Oh, now- I had an interesting, uh, interesting encounter with a fish. So... I hooked a nice fish. I was on foot. We took the boat over to a spot and got out and waited around. I was on foot. I Did you feel like nice you're fish. you're bone fishing at that point? Absolutely. If you're like in really shallow man. water, Rocky Absolutely. Mountain bone fish, right. yeah. golden bones, mm-hmm. channeling, channeling golden. my inner Larry. <laughs> so bones. I hook a fish and he makes a nice run, and I'm you know he's still running, still running, and I'm like, holy shit, I'm gonna see my backing. I haven't seen my fucking backing in years, you know. I, it's the same. Well, it's the cool. same backing. <laughs> <laughs> so, so he keeps running. Sure enough, backing. You know, fly, end of the fly line comes out. Backing knot goes out the end of the rod tip, and then immediately goes. Bing! <laughs> Told you. Told you. Yeah. How did I call it? Yeah, I haven't seen my fucking back. I don't check my backing knots because I never fucking see them. So. The fly line came separated from the backing, and but the line, the fish just stopped once the pressure was off. So the line's like sitting in front of me, kind of coiling up. So I just like walked over there and grabbed it, slowly pulled it back to shore. I was sort of hurrying. So like the, now you're in Cuba. This is another kind of <laughs> tropical cool fishing, hand exactly. lining. It's like you're there, Carl. Right. So did you I have a Cuban yo-yo, like one of those plastic things that you're like winding your line around no we have a different lining. version out here that's around a coke can so i know what you're talking oh about. yeah oh yeah yeah so i threw the rod on the ground grab my backing like improvise a quick little fucked up knot with the, with my backing and my fly line and the fish wasn't going anywhere he was just out there sitting on the bottom so i tied a knot got it into my guides and on my reel with a few turns of fly line and I landed the fish. So <laughs> that's that was awesome. pretty interesting. Yeah. So that was memorable. But um that was the beginning of June and it's almost the end of the end of June. So we've done a lot of stuff besides that too. Well like what other kind of stuff? I mean th- this is this yeah. is really the time for you to just keep the hammer down. What and, are we talking about here? Where else Cuddies, have you been? Cuddies, Browns. Oh, let's see. We uh there's a bows. There's a we I've done some dry fly fishing for nice brown trout. I've been doing that by myself in kind of two or three hour spurts in the morning and have, the evening. Have you had have you had the pleasure of bonking any brookies in June? No. I no? have not caught a single brook trout. I try to avoid brook trout, personally. Like, I would... Be, be too good or too good for them? They're not good enough for me, so I guess, yeah, maybe I am too good. <laughs> no, see, that right there, like, separates, like, a true trout guy from, right. like, somebody like me. Like... I don't know that there's a different way to fish, like to avoid a brook 
versus a bow versus a, like I'm just I'm just happy like when when the it's bobber a, goes under. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's about where, where when your you cork fish. when oh. your cork goes down. That's right. You know. Yeah. No, it's about where. I got gotcha. you. What, what kind of fish live in what spots? So I did some nice dry fly fishing, like long leader, small fly type stuff. Which I'm not. A, I don't really like small flies, but long leader, small fly. That's it. what they used to call me in high school. um we uh so the main river around here is the colorado river and everyone and their fucking mother floats that thing so we really try to float other things um where we're not just with the masses and that's only doable at certain times in certain places with certain flows and with certain boats if there's no actual boat ramp. So one of the rivers... Are came you talking a landing or a put-in? Uh, it is a launch. Oh, a launch. Yeah, a launch. No, it's a put-in. Yeah, put-in. Did, did, you, yeah, did put you have to arrange a shuttle? No, because on this particular stretch, there is no shuttle available, so we have to bring two vehicles to do it ourselves. Oh, okay. So, you know, Carl and I were actually just before we called you, we were talking about how cool would it be down here if we could do something like that. Because, you know, if we get in with the skiff and go somewhere, we always have to go back, like to get back to the ramp. And that the idea of a one-way trip is just like magical. And I guess that's like normal. No, 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 not a joke. Because like, you double the length you can go one way in a day. Yeah. You know what I mean? So you cover, you, we would cover like the entire lagoon, north, you know, north to south, whatever, and beyond. Instead and of I mean, just jumping a car and go home. I, I think a lot of people would give you a weird look if you told them you were going to start that business down there. But, uh, no, 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 we're not no, talking, not like about, no, we're not talking about a business. We're, we're just talking about doing it. Just for fun. Oh, yeah, fun just for fun. Stash, just, yeah. Yeah, stash the vehicle down there. Yeah. Yeah. That's not hard to do. Put the boat in the water and go shuttle the vehicles. That's what we do. You know? You'll um, have to explain well, that a little bit better. <laughs> it takes two people because we're not walking back to the boat. Yeah. We, well, we, I know I mean, you're not walking, but then people do. They'll use mountain bikes or like a little scooter or stick your oh. thumb out there and hitchhike. There's oh, yeah. Hitchhike in Florida. That's a good idea. <laughs> Right. That's, that's how you wind up on the Florida Man subreddit. Right. Right. So anyway, that's how you end up so on Reddit. We, we the website. One stretch two times, and uh, mm. it was pretty good fishing. the The first time we went down, and about halfway through, uh, water started to come up. But um, my buddy Scott hooked a fish of ten or fifteen pounds, a trout. Holy. Um, yeah, it was like abnormally large. And, uh, he we is. It. Yeah, we, we landed it. It was uh, through private water, so we couldn't like stop. Um, but we, So we landed the fish from the boat, and we eddied out in this little slow spot. And we were trying to take pictures of the fish, and he just flopped right into the water. So we never got the, the, no, the hero the shot. no hero shot. No hero shot. There goes the your cover. Disappointed that night, there goes but, your cover, man. Yeah, but he caught the biggest trout of his life. Um, it was on a streamer. Um, it was a big, fat hen rainbow trout. It was a fucking huge fish. Hen. He says 15. I say it was over 10. I don't know. It, it doesn't matter. It I think beyond hen, what is it, heifer? What? 
What do you call like next the next bigger fish than a hen? A heifer? No, so a hen just means it's a female. I know. So does a heifer. Oh, well, I know. Uh, it's, like, it's not a bull. The bull red, heifer red, heifer trout. In some cases, yeah, if they're <laughs> shaped like a cow. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, but that river dropped down now, and now we can't float it. So, so you guys way. actually floated the same section of river twice in one day so you, you it wasn't no that was not in, in one day we had aspirations of doing it twice on the first day because that is something we do sometimes but it took too long and then we came back like the next week oh okay so, okay yeah, it was two nice. um so that's trout fishing around here um and then i just returned from a trout fishing excursion a little further afield it was a good time this was this was quite troubling to me um on social medias i i kind of saw that you were hesitant to uh to to make this trip and it was weird and it was like it was like because there was like this threshold you had reached of like it was too far and i'm like wait a second this too is like far. this is like maybe 15 to 45 minutes over like day trip range <laughs> and, and you're not willing a, to go like what's going on out there it wasn't that it was too far it was just there's a lot of other things that were gnawing at me you know how i'm sure you guys are the same way when you get something in your head you get an idea of like i need to go to this spot and try this thing so i think it's gonna fucking work and you just have to fucking do it right you know? even if you get rained on the whole time or whatever you just gotta do it or else it's gonna drive me fucking nuts so the boys had arranged this trip to this one place for these certain dates and i committed to that but it was a six-hour drive and then the whole three weeks in between of it's planning like and actual six time. hours like a mo- quick morning yeah for me it is i drive that and far for breakfast yeah. <laughs> so, but there's there were several other things that I'd been kicking around in my head that were closer and, to be honest, more appealing. Um, you had just tied like the sickest new hopper dropper joint, and you just wanted to like you had like exactly. an eddy, I, the perfect just, like eddy rock spot. That you just you're not to- far off, man. Like I say, I'm like thinking about a specific hole somewhere that I haven't been to for four years or some shit like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. You know? And I had a couple different options. Option number one, I was going to go backpacking up to some lakes near my house. Backpacking. For like three days, you know, and just get lost up there. And then backup option in case of weather, I was going to go over to the Swan River and do some things over there. Okay, so but, if basically if we took you out of Colorado and just put you in Florida... And you're walking around with a backpack, fishing from like shores and wading around. That's just a bum. Yeah, no. That's well, just a yeah. That's just a vagrant. If you drop so me off in the wilderness of Florida with a backpack, I'm sure it'd be dead within a you know couple hours. Well, somebody would want the backpack. Never mind the jams for you out there, Never mind the contents. We just want that sweet jams for you. No, by backpacking, Carl, I mean that sounds like backpacking through Europe. 
No, it's it's putting your tent and shit in your backpack and going over Throwing there your backpack with beers. There. Yeah, that's that's the conundrum, man. I don't really drink hard liquor, so right. how many beers get, am I going to actually yeah, carry for eight miles? Pack it in to pack it out, you know what I mean? Yeah, packing out, it's easy. It weighs nothing. It's the packing in. Right, you peed it all over the place already. So what? That is that is a valid conundrum that you have to solve. Like if you were going to do that trip, like it'd be a pretty sober trip because if you're packing in eight miles, like you're not doing it carrying a twelve pack, are you? No. no you need I a golf cart. Six pack, you need a golf cart. Six pack is the most I've done. No, I will buy a bottle of vodka and find something to mix it with. That's what I do. I think you need like, like a. Over like powder. Crystal light or some shit. You like need that. a um, snowmobile. Ben. There's no quick, snow right now, Carl. Quick Google search says they make powdered beer to go just to add water. You well, know, it's probably really good. Well, you know what? I, I've actually experienced that kind of beer. It's disgusting. Um, Is that real? No, it's it's quite delicious when you're like seven days into the Alaska bush and you would love to have a beer. Someone takes out like a ketchup packet full of (laughs) powder. It actually... um, I don't get down like that. And he's like, no, no, no. Just beer. It's it's actually (laughs) not bad, but it has more to do with when and where you're drinking right. it that kind of makes exactly. it okay. It's kind of the crystal it's light. Like, yeah, it, it is yeah. kind of like that it's way. It's like Dinty Moore beef stew. You know, if you're <laughs> right. camping for five days and you eat it, it's fucking awesome. Yeah. If you eat it at home, it's the worst shit you've ever had. It's fucking mm-hmm. dog food. Yeah. So same thing with the instant beer, I think. Yeah. So I've thought about it. I know you guys took it on that one trip. But I, I think. Well, you guys, and you can just, I think you can just get cores out of the, the creek. Yeah. The Rocky Mountain streams. Yeah. yeah, that's the that's source of course. Right. Just wait. Yeah, so you can just, just wait just, there for just, a second, get that weird wooden net that you have, and wait for a course <laughs> to come by and just, <laughs> just right there. Yeah, dip it right out. Yeah. <laughs> Got one. The course hatch. Yeah. And you kinda thrash you kinda thrash the net around so the, the can looks like alive a little bit in there. Do you have one of those, Ben? Do you have one of those fancy wood nets? Uh, those landing nets? Ones. I, I got trout nets, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't wooden ones right now. You know what I'm yeah, talking yeah. about? There's like kind of the inlaid, really fancy wooden. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. No, I've, I've had several of those, but they're all either lost or broken. Oh. Um, that's what happens to every net that I've ever owned. Yeah. <laughs> they seem like more expensive than like a nice guitar. They're like yeah, inlaid they're wood and stuff. You know oh, they can, they can, yeah. they can be. There's would be sure. I'm sure yeah. some asshole has a four hundred dollar, twelve inch long landing net, but they don't have to be that expensive. I remember buying them for fifty bucks for like a Broden net back in the day. Nice. But the cool, none of the cool kids use those kind of nets anymore. If you're cool, you have a super long handled, giant ass fucking net because you only catch giant fish. And, and it's like it, clear. It's like, yeah, and it, clear yeah, and it's not really like a net anymore. Yeah. It's like like a a, a a nylon, not even so, nylon. It's like it's like, like a rubbery, yeah, like a rubbery a jelly silicone. bag hanging off yeah. the end of it. Well, that's actually a good thing. It's better for the fish, and your hooks don't get caught in it. Oh, but but, the, but carrying around a net that you could hold a fucking school bus in on a day to day basis when you're walking the fucking Colorado River and catching twelve inch trout. Fuck off. <laughs> you know, it almost seems that we should know like more about this net, especially the the overuse of a large net. And 
I've learned so much on the gram about like you know, like starter packs for guides and stuff. I I'm yeah. so sad that this has escaped uh, the gram so far. I, I think that should be an assignment to uh, address the net issue. There should be a net ban. Net ban. Net the ban. net ban. Just do like Florida. Net yeah, ban. fishing is so much better in Florida since the net ban. You need to work on it in the in the out there. Maybe I'll write a blog post it post about it for the first Taylor Trash Fly Fishing blog. There we go. And we could do. Uh, <laughs> I could go on about it for way longer than you want to hear. Well, it would be like those epic Mad Mike rants on the. Yeah. Barely yeah, live sessions. Exactly. We we could do we could come down here buy all the shrimp nets for shrimp dipping for like four bucks from the hardware store bring them out to Colorado sell them for like what three hundred bucks no doubt oh well dude yeah, they're like sixteen feet long a cool hashtag for it yeah or, you know, just yeah let all the trout fishermen know that you ain't shit unless you have one of these right. for your Toyota and then <laughs> you're, you're you're gonna fucking clean up mm-hmm. how's the Toyota so, running by the way. <laughs> Mine's good too. Um, um, <laughs> uh, so I had all these ideas kicking around in my head of what I wanted to do besides this trip that I immediate, that I had originally uh, committed to. And I told I called Bruce from the get go. Bruce is I think the de facto ringleader. And I'm like, listen, I know I committed to this trip, but I don't think I'm going to make it, and here's why. Blah blah. I felt bad. I'm like, I'm teaching you guys to do something else. And I don't even know what that is. But I was honest about it, and I told him about it, and he didn't care, of course. So we're getting very close to uh, the time of departure. I should also state for your for your own education. For the record. My wife and, my wife and kids are out of town for two weeks. At, in kind of in the middle of when this story is. So I have a lot of free time. So you haven't really had a shower in like a while. <laughs> no, I've showered regularly, but the laundry load and dishwasher load has drastically decreased. So there's it's a it's a it's a heyday of Ben. I've been fishing a lot and I've got this three day bender planned. On the books, time off work, I'm gonna go fuck shit up. I so do. I do wonder. I do wonder, honestly, Ben, if you like have a job, because I like the middle of the week, middle of the day, up. and it's you and your bros doing cookouts, but it's like cooking out breakfasts, different meats, out in the middle of nowhere. Like it took you a while to get there. One key thing about my job, Carl, is that I work weekends. Oh, so that's I right. Yeah, go, we talked. Yeah, 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 yeah. I do my fun shit on Mondays and Thursdays and Tuesdays when no one else is around. Um, it's so just confusing. That, 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 Tuesdays, cookout, yeah. 11 a.m. Yeah, Be there. Yeah. yeah, it's cold life. You should try it sometime. Yeah. Too busy. <laughs> too Way busy too with, busy. With reality. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. So time is approaching. I'm like, you know, weeks out from this trip. I'm fine. I'm like putting feelers out there. Who wants to come with me? This is my plan. I'm not going to tell you where we're going because that's sensitive information, but you can commit. Um, so I couldn't find anyone to go with me. And as I'm getting closer, I'm like, I don't want to do this 3D backpacking trip by myself. I'm going to be bored out of my fucking mind. Like I'll be bored in three hours and want to go home. 
So then it's kind of the same thing applied to my backup plan for going over to such and such river and car camping. I don't want to do that by myself. I'm just going to be fucking bored. So I stuck with my original plan and drove down to hook up with... I like how car Drew's. camping just came out of your mouth and you just were like... like rolled yeah, past it. Yeah, just car camping, you know. Oh, yeah. I mean, Sleeping so in a car. Car camping in Florida is called homelessness. Homelessness. It is right. a state I, trooper knocking on your door with a flashlight right. on everything okay? Yeah. No, car camping just means car-based rather than backpack or boot-based. Ah. So everything you're bringing with you is going to go in the car, which means you can bring a fuckload of stuff, you know? Um, whereas backpacking, you're carrying it all. Boat, you can bring even more stuff. So we're going to go – I was going to go car camping. That just means sleeping in uh, either a primitive campsite or a campground – and usually I'd pitch a tent. You know, I sleep in my car on like, you know, quick little things like going up to sleep for that carp thing. You know, I got there at one thirty in the morning and I'm fishing at 7 a.m. Sleep in the car for a few hours. No big deal. You know? Yeah, so not I a big deal. On, it's not that big. I have my sleeping pad. I, I set up, I mean, I put all the seats down. It's totally comfy. It's just like sleeping in a I want to own a sporting wheels. goods store in Colorado. <laughs> camping things. Your outpost. yeah you're just gonna go yeah. like fishing but you need like a sleeping mat oh yeah six and it's all barbecue grills for all your Dude, nothing's buds. under like 200 bucks yeah you should get into rafting that's the biggest fucking money suck ever fishing's cheap compared to rafting Ra- but you have to raft to go fish you don't have to if you want to be a cool kid you do oh yeah or you can or you can be a, a guy dork with a drift boat so uh i commit to going on bruce's trip i had to do like some work stuff the the night before the day before so i take off from here at 8 30 p.m and it's a six hour drive so i make it down to like four hours away from here it's 12 30 p.m i'm like cool i'm done driving I was in a very, very rural area, and my my idea was I'm just going to pull off on some random dirt road and sleep in the fucking sagebrush somewhere. And as I'm driving down there, I'm like, I wonder if – is this, like, realistic? There's, like, houses and a couple towns. Like, is this going to be doable? And sure enough, time came for me to find a spot, and I turned off on the first fucking road I found, and I found, like, the most desolate – stretch of fucking prairie that you could ever imagine so i slept out there for a few hours it was it was prairie prairie there wasn't much sagebrush it was mostly grass we, were you so prairie dogging were, were there any pronghorn antelope like hanging out uh, in the morning when you was, woke up I, I saw a few the next morning i did nice um but well, they, had, what do you guys uh, call those speed goats that's what some guys call them if you're a cool hunter. I'm not a hunter, so I can't really call them speed goats. I just call them pronghorns. But yeah, they call them speed goats. Those are fast. Okay. Yeah. So I have like a, yeah. I I have a beer and go to sleep and whatever. Wake up the next morning. It's like sunrise. I'm in a big, huge, broad valley. There's a big mountain range in the distance. There's total like purple skies. Really pretty. I could see for miles. It was just in the middle of a big flat valley. Nothing around me for miles and miles. No trees, bushes, nothing. So I walk around in the front of my car and take this 
glorious shit. (laughs) I knew this story was going somewhere, man. (laughs) I'm I'm just like hanging on to the bumper, looking around (laughs) at this expanse, and the sun wasn't coming up over the mountains yet, but there was a lot of Were you Were you humming? From the ocean <laughs> to the, the prairie. Right. It was purple as shit. I did an Instagram story about it. You guys <laughs> might have seen it. Well, I didn't actually show the poop or anything, but I showed the You should have just scanned by just to see if anybody would pick up on it. <laughs> just real quickly. In the yeah. of the see, see, how many, see how many DMs of the poop emoji you got out of it? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no doubt. <laughs> uh, so I had one of the most memorable shits of my life. Just, it, wasn't, it, wasn't, it wasn't the actual shit. It was just like the setting. And as I'm like mm-hmm. squatting and mm-hmm. we holding on to the bumper, but it was fucking awesome. I'm like, there's nobody around me for miles and miles and miles and miles. I I would know if they were there. So it was just neat. I just I don't know. It was it was a highlight for me. So, I feel like now you're shitting outside. So first it's backpacking, then it's car camping. Now it's outdoor shitting. Yeah, where do you think you shit when you go backpacking, Carl? Outside. <laughs> yeah, you know who else shits outside when they're backpacking around town? Bums. Hobos. Bums. Hobos. <laughs> True. If but you were in I'm... Jacksonville, you would get a ticket for living the way you live. But it's I'm doing it voluntarily. You know, it's one of those things. Urban right. outdoorsmen do it voluntarily. Yeah, I'm trying to think of the analogy of something that really rich people would pay to do when fucking, you know, peasants have to do it for free. Hot, an hot yoga. <laughs> CrossFit. That, maybe, yeah, there's, there's plenty of them. I have to beat um, my tires up for free. You know what I mean? They pay to beat their tires up with a hammer. I had to take the tires somewhere, so I had to roll it there. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh man so my bowels were clean <laughs> so anyways back to this shit Ben <laughs> I hit the road I had like two more hours to my destination um, this trip is primarily a weekend trip they're all still there today is what Friday evening it is they're there through they are there through Sunday I showed up Wednesday morning. Most people were going to show up Wednesday afternoon. I had been in touch with a gentleman named Willie. Uh, he and I had had arranged. He was going to meet. He was going to get there around the same time as me. And they told me where to go. I'd never been to this. Even I'd never even been to the region before. Uh, but I knew exactly where to go because my friends are cool and they lined me out. And so I get into the spot start fishing and uh willie shows up uh not long after and we had a pretty there he is yeah there he is there's one so the the previous time i had fished with willie was the carp day with lando and we had just one of the most amazing days of fishing do you you think it's any coincidence that the last time you'd seen willie was catching poop fish, and the next time after that was after an epic poop. Right. <laughs> no, I didn't. I didn't pick right. up on that theme, Larry. Thank you. I'll digest that later. Um, so, 
really last time I'd seen You know your digestive was, system works well. Yeah. Last time I'd seen Willie, we had a just amazing day of fishing. I sh- he shows up at this place, and we proceeded to do the same thing. It was, um, I don't, without giving away too many details, we got into some lake run fish. Um, so we're above a big lake. And what happened was something I've seen from time to time. It's really hard to nail it down. Conditions and timing have to be right. But uh, the uh, you'll have a big lake, and one of the fish besides game fish, depending on who you talk to, is suckers. Okay, so mm-hmm. these lakes have massive populations of suckers. The suckers run up the rivers to spawn, just like salmon. So we stumbled upon this thing. There's thousands of suckers in the river doing their spawning thing. And what do you think comes out of the lake to eat the sucker eggs when they spawn? Mm. Big trout. Big trout. I was going to say pike. No, not in this lake. I was going to say crappie. We stumbled into the sucker run. And... You know, as soon as I recognize, I'm like, oh, shit, that's not like a big patch of weed. That's 200 suckers. So then we start looking around and, okay, there's the trout. There's the trout. Like, you can spot the trout that are kind of in the area. So. What you looking at, the, sucker? Right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So one of the things that was up in the air about this trip is that it's highly dependent on water flows. And we've had some reports that fishing was okay, but these guys have gotten fucked on this trip from either too high or too low water. And so we had backup plans and stuff, but immediately we knew that the water flow was perfect. So it's it's got to be like a Goldilocks type day for for this to work. Well, and that's, that's, that's independent of sucker spawn. That's just the fishing in general up there. Or down there, like oh, the so it's south. Of it's where over we there. Yeah, it's yeah. over there. Yeah, it's in there. Mm-hmm. It's in there. In there. Down, up, yeah, outside. Up there. in there. <laughs> so the water level was good. There happened to be the sucker spawn in this one area. Sucker and spawn. For the next, I don't know, four hours or so, it was retarded. Um. I started off with a dry and dropper. I was like, all right, ditch the dropper. And I started picking, picking up fish on the dry, fishing a grasshopper, catching big fish. <laughs> I caught like a 21-inch cutthroat. They're all deep-bodied because they're lake fish, and they're hot as fuck. The cutthroat wasn't too spunky, but there's a bunch of rainbows, and they're just fucking hot. So you catch them, they're jumping all over the place, running up and down. You know, the smallest one was maybe 16 inches, up to 23, and maybe like six pounds. They're all deep-bodied, just Big really body. prime, prime specimens. So we caught someone's rise, and I found I found one pool, and there was I saw like a giant fish on the on the bottom. I'm like, all right, I'm gonna put on a nymph, and so I put on an egg, and it was stupid. And then Euro, I went like Euro nymphing? Were you Euro nymphing? No, I had an indicator on. And then I went down to another spot, and there was a big long run that's just loaded with fish. And I got stupid, and I I had on just one egg. I didn't have an indicator for this one, but I caught a lot of fish 
in a short time and it was just the dirtiest dirtiest shit ever i just felt really fucking dirty uh but it was fun why because <laughs> it was it was it wasn't even fair it wasn't even fair and now yeah i was fishing an egg these the rainbows weren't spawning but like i threw the fly out there and like two fish would attack it you know like like you see redfish do they were like chasing each other for it or racing each other and it was just it was so it wasn't even fair and it, it i hooked and released like two or three fish while willie's fighting one you know it's just like i made like eight casts in a row with fish and they're all big fish so it it was fun as hell but it got old pretty quickly you well, know so i was like all right i got that out of my system so then we went back to like just a dry fly let's be civilized let's not be gluttonous about it and uh so we proceeded to catch a bunch more fish so I, on drive i think what we you're saying is trees. i just heard a term this week from a uh, from an old neighbor of yours um echo anxiety is that what you got when you when you're like really like harming fish quickly? echo anxiety echo anxiety that's something that like people from colorado talk about I've never heard that. I don't know what you're talking about. Well, Ben, uh, Ben doesn't get anxiety. Right. <laughs> ben can't. Ben can't see the uh, right. hand gesture. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm, I'm not getting whatever you're. It was. Uh, no, there was echo anxiety. Was I roughly, heard that term this week. Uh, taking a hit mm-hmm. off of oh, some foliage. Oh, mm-hmm. oh, Uber gel, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm, the... full, I'm fully medicated for anxiety. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I do have a question for you. So I read an article eh, maybe a month ago about some kind of really rare, maybe it's a native cutthroat to Colorado that's Greenback? Greenback. There we go. What uh That's that was the other plan that Ben did not execute. Okay. Gotcha. Mm, no, not really. Oh but... no? I they thought... were cutthroats. They were cutthroats. But oh, okay. I've... Um, I've caught I've caught tons and tons of greenbacks, man. So when I, yeah. Uh, well, what do you want to know? It, are about they super that? rare? Or well, super, so like, so here's it? what I want to know. So there's a bit of a twist to that story. Well, and and I I figure there probably had to be, but um, I'm trying to get 30 species on the fly in a year. I'm going to be out in Colorado in either the end of the fall or early or late, late late spring, maybe March or so. Like, how many species can we hook up with and go? And is it kosher to target a greenback cutthroat as long as you release it? Or is it kind of yes. like, hey, monster, you just no, 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 no. It's took a totally dump on our fish? No, there's fisheries managed for them. And to make a sort of a long story short, there kind of aren't really any. There's there's only one place now where you can get pure greenbacks. So the state they hybrid. They thought now? That, I mean they 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 thought that the greenbacks were extinct since like the 30s or something right. like that. Whoops. And then Professor Benke from Colorado State found a remnant population. So they're like, cool, we we're gonna bring them back. So they did this big hatchery program to rear the greenbacks and bring them back and then they did this extensive stocking program all around like Rocky Mountain National Park east side and surrounding area to reestablish the greenbacks so everyone's like sweet we got greenbacks now 
you know, great. They've got all these protected areas. You can go and fish for them. It's fine. And then, so that was happening for, I don't know, 10 years or something. And then a couple years ago, three, four years ago, this new study came out that said, oh, hey, those fish that you guys stocked everywhere, they're not actually greenbacks. So, so they yeah, thought they had found they a... Thought they thought yeah. No, they did find them, I think. So what, but somewhere in that hatchery process, the gene pool got diluted and contaminated with Colorado River strain. Uh, or it's like else. where like red hair comes from on people. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's Genetic an problem. Yeah. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's contamination. Right. Contamination. Right. Yeah, same thing with people that can't grow mustaches. It's some you. sort of inferior gene. I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> so, so the the greenbacks that I've caught in Rocky Mountain National Park in the past, I have to. I, they're not real greenbacks. Mm-hmm. Thanks, Ben. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sorry. So, but it's, so do so, you know the hidden oasis where the real greenbacks are? Yeah, it's a it's a it's a creek down by Colorado Springs. Okay, um, so I think it's called Bear Creek. I've, I've never fished it. I don't know much about it. All right. Okay. So so in Colorado now, I mean, because if I hashtag Greenback on my Instagram, I need it to be real. You're gonna be a fucking liar. Well, it's from that one place. So I'll let you know. I'm down there. We'll hashtag, make it happen. You can hashtag Colorado. I mean, you can hashtag Cutthroat Trout. Okay. No, that's still true. So in Colorado, there's three different kinds of cutthroats that were native. We had the Greenback, the Colorado River, and the Rio Grande River. Uh, Colorado River and Rio Grande River, they were never extinct or whatever, and you can still find pure populations of them. Greenback is a little bit questionable, except for that one spot in in uh, down near the springs. Um, but my what I wanted to get to was. So the, the state is fucked up. Like, they've stocked Yellowstone cutthroats in a bunch of places. And what they do lately in the last five, ten years, they stock Snake River cutthroats all over the place. And it just seems, well, they... So appearance-wise, like, how, how could the average guy or an idiot from Florida like ourselves... Like is is there an appearance you that you can tell? You so no. we're talking on there genetic are, level. Yeah, it's genetics, and the, for me, the way I do it is geographically. Like I'm in this basin, you know. Okay. I do it geographically, but a lot of that's out the window because of the state doing like they've stocked Yellowstones, you know, in these random places. And what what they do now is the Snake River cutthroats, and now the Snake River is an exception. It's the Snake River fine spotted cutthroat. They do look different. You can tell if it is a Snake River cutthroat. They look a lot different. It's just they have really tiny spots. That's okay. Um, so it just seems very hypocritical to me, which is weird to say because I'm a hypocrite too. But uh, the the state on one arm is is pushing recovery and restoration of the native fish. But they stock a non-native cutthroat in certain areas. That's and weird. Just yeah. Fucking that's... Me well, there's a reason behind it, and it's because the Snake River cutthroat is a much easier fish to rear in a hatchery and does well when you plant it in the river. It does a lot better than the native cutthroats. So that is why they're doing it. Well, that's they don't... like our redfish. 
I mean, everybody well, got bent like, out well, of shape with taking... It's the same, reason, taking, it's the same yeah. reason they rear and stock rainbow trout. Right. It's not in the interest of ecological purity. It's to so, you know, Joey from Texas can kill a fish for dinner. Right. That's, yes. that's what it's for. You know? Um, although I think some of those places where they stock the Snake Rivers are, are, are uh, catch and release. But it just pisses me off. And... and people don't know we have a friend who caught like a 20 something inch cutthroat and he was just over the moon about it and he had a, these beautiful pictures and i was texting with him or something and i'm like yeah some some stock fish and he's like what are you talking about I'm like that's a snake river cutthroat dude it's a stock fish and it, it just killed him <laughs> he was just he was so like the fish was worthless so you you actually stole his joy right totally because you're because kind of you a, understand you're genetics snob. right you're a fish snob <laughs> mm-hmm. wow so you like get, if, if i caught a big old redfish here and it happened to be like a 96 pound coast of north carolina beach fish that happened to be lost in mosquito lagoon would somebody say, no, Carl, you shouldn't enjoy yourself and, <laughs> and be proud of your accomplishment? That's not hey, a I, real Mosquito Lagoon redfish. I didn't take. I didn't express that opinion to him. He formulated that That's, opinion on his own. I feel I like you're being a little racist, had. to be honest. <laughs> then, well, then, then... Rocky then Mountain racist. The Rocky Mountain racist here, I'm guys. I'm a racist, man. I just like native fish. But I'm like I said, I'm a hypocrite. I also really love brown trout, you know, and they're they're here. But uh, I just get a kick out of native. They're German. Fish. Those are German. Yeah, fucking krauts. So, but it's like you know, it it always amazed me that they were able to transport those fish across an ocean on on a shitty old wooden boat and like everybody's always like oh you gotta be very careful with the trouts they they have they they have a temp they have a temp is that what they did yeah wait what they do eggs they transported eggs not fish so they they weren't actually eggs they were actually fertilized eggs so they were transporting zygotes zeitgeist Right, we got yeah. the zygotes. And you got the you got the better little zygotes on the boat. It was a fragile endeavor, and a lot of times they wouldn't make it. And there's a lot of rivers around the country that have brown trout or rainbow trout in them because the train broke down and the eggs were going to die. So they put the, they just trout, the trout eggs heard about in, in the nearest body of water. You know, that's how a lot of like oh, they might they the might originally. They'll be like, Psh, she'll take. Yeah, that's what they said. They just Let's dump them in it. there. Like it'll take. And now they have a population. Now, see, that's, you know, again, Ben dumps on somebody's fucking beliefs. I, I thought that there were pretty little, you know, like barrels right. with trout in them. With <laughs> those bubble tanks? That, that, yeah, no, yeah. well, like, you know. No, they had a person. And yeah. They, they bought a person to blow like in a, blown up a balloon. Yeah. Right. <laughs> to spot a human. You do your seven knots, it's but, it, but instead, it was. And it when was, that person stopped blowing on the tube, they. It was just a barrel so, of... Got so, Ben, one. basically, you've ruined my Colorado trip. Now I don't want to catch a non-native yeah. fish. Might as well go You're fishing and, uh, like a... So, basically, next question. Where do you recommend I go to go on vacation now? PetSmart. Uh, Montana, I hear, is Pet nice. Smart. Everyone that fishes around here says they cut a lot more fish in Montana, so go there. Okay. <laughs> now I'll be in Colorado. I, w- no, I want to I I chime it because I'm going to bring my snowboard. 
So we're gonna have to. Oh, you, you, you. Oh, Ben likes snow sports. Yeah, you just messed up. Yeah, Ben likes snow sports. I'm trying to trying to come up with a topic. I just don't like snowboarders. I like snow sports. Well, that's fair. I'll be the I'll be the the jerk that you can push off the ski lift when we get like 20 feet up. Did you know that I'm the the godfather of snollerblading? <laughs> no, no. There's some sick videos of me snollerblading, though. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll share them with you later. So, Have you ever but, been hooky bobbing? What? Hooky bobbing, where no, you grab onto the bumper of somebody's car and oh, yeah. ski behind their car. No, I did it on rollerblades, and I'm lucky I have my teeth still. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, we called yeah, it skitching. I, yeah, that's skitching. Yeah, skitching with yeah, a skateboard. Skitching. I never did it on skis or anything. Actually, no, I have done it on skis. Yeah, we absolutely have done that on Probably skis. Probably down in Lot D. No, it was, uh, it was over in Icebox in the neighborhood. We built, like, some jumps across someone's driveway, and we were towing up and down the street like jumping off the jumps this was back when i was young and i could like get drunk and crash and, when you were you like know, the go king to, no go to the work the next day. Of was it was this was this before thumbing or uh like after your thumb accident this is probably directly contributing, <laughs> contributing to, to your the thumb condition is is a result of repeated injuries of from doing shit exactly like that did did uh did you see Ted's story today? The Brotherhood of the Sun? Yeah. No. He no. was like holding a drink like in a plane or something. Just <laughs> thumb, thumbs out. And I was like, Ben's heart's oh, warm right now. <laughs> Ben's heart is no, just... I'll, I'll have to check it. I'll screenshot it right. so I can like look at it when I'm going to bed. Like, do you like, you, 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 you like get your thumb and the end of it starts glowing like E.T.? <laughs> And like when you see his thumb, and you guys like touch it just like gets glowing really thumb. So I want to go back to Larry, uh, Larry's fish stocking thing. So you you were picturing actually little fishes in a jar or something? Well, like in a, no, not e- not even in a jar. Like in my mind, I mean, if we're doing this, we're doing it big. Like we we had like big like whiskey barrels you know that right. that no, were full of what, fish and, the, and they brought them over well, and, and i and my thing was it, how did they keep them cool enough because trout have to have cool water man it's all about cold issue. water that's why i think they had ice and that's what when the train would break down they're like oh shit they're gonna die we gotta dump them in but later on you know so the egg thing was like when they were bringing eggs over from the motherland and shit Later on, hatcheries became established around the country, and then they could rear the fry, and then they would have big tanks or whatever, barrels, and they would stock little fish. And one of the common stories around here is that they would take those big old milk cans. You remember, like, the, you know, yeah. three, four-foot-tall milk cans? Uh-huh. They would fill those with baby fish um, and put them on horses, and that's how a lot of these high lakes around here were originally stocked. Now, so it was cans, like the Pony Express. Yeah, they could grab a big a ass cannon and go, yeah, yeah, and get the yeah. horse to haul ass up a mountain. Well, because they would find water automatically, and then when they leaned over, the fish would just pour out of the milk cart. No, get the fuck out! The horse found it, so they a man didn't even go with them. They just like. <laughs> just like they just like to wild got the horse and just yeah. smacked him on the butt. And that, oh, and see that, you later. And that, and that is how we have wild horses in this national park and trout. If this story is true, that makes up for not bringing fish over to barrel. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
Well, my favorite, my favorite methodology for stocking of fish in remote lakes is the uh, the fly over in the plane and dump them. That yeah, it's it's pretty amazing. And you look at it and you're like, there's no way those fish lived. But they've yeah, actually they do. done studies, and it's like hardly any mortality for yeah. the way they do it. It's crazy. Yeah. I mean, they're so small, you know, they're not hitting the water very hard. They're like two inch long fingerlings, you know? Right. So, yeah. Do you have seen those videos? Yeah. Yeah, like, absolutely. Yeah, the video of like the shoot from the back of the plane. Yeah. And it's, it's just, opens it up. yeah, they just flush them right out the back. So like yeah, when, yeah. when so it's I, like Ben, when he's going camping, yeah, yeah, but it's flushing out of your body. A couple of times <laughs> after I've caught a trout out there and like slung it across the river to get, you know, to put it back in the water and people are like, dude, what, what are you doing? I'm like, they drop these fucking things out of airplanes, dude, relax. <laughs> they like the, it. The uh, testament to how them up. friggin' durable trout are that when I first got into fly fishing, I had a seven weight, uh, fiberglass rod and I was fishing in North Carolina. And, I know where this is going on. Yeah, right and threw it in the lake, and this, like, 8-inch, maybe even, like, 6-inch trout hit my woolly booger, and I didn't know it, and I woolly ripped booger. the thing back to cast, yeah. and I just watched this trout go flying, <laughs> slam into a rock, and I, like, it's like, I killed it. Yeah. And I let it go, and it swam off just fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and that happens all the time when you get someone new and they hook a little fish. One of my best guide tricks ever, is I used to guide it out at SS Park where, you know, like, all the fish are, like, eight inches mm-hmm. long, and I could just, I could, I predicted that happening a couple times and had the net ready to go, and <laughs> 100% just totally caught it right out of the fucking air, like, set the hook, got him! <laughs> That's cool. Yeah, I did that two or three times, and uh, yeah, the sports were very impressed. Those were good tip days. Very good tip days. Yeah, but but you got a good point. I mean, people talk about how delicate trout are; they're so fragile, which is true to some degree. But but I've seen plenty of shit like you saw where you fucking drop kick him and he's fine. You know, so whatever. Keep him wet, baby. Keep yeah, him wet. Do you have uh, Do you have the like viewing tank? thing so you can take no. a photo with your trout that's in that's a, more of like an olympic peninsula thing isn't it i, I have no idea i've just seen a couple I of photos i don't think it's olympic peninsula i think you're talking about a cradle carl's talking about the actual tank it's the t- like the tank like it's a yeah fish yeah tank. yeah like uh so the sea run cutthroats the oh. sea run cutties up in the sound um, hey, wait hey you can't call them cutties dude no only only, only losers call them cutties. They're cuts. They're cuts. Okay, All proceed. right, sorry. So, the sea run cuts. Um, Thank you. Any picture you see out there, they carry a fucking aquarium with themselves. And if they catch a fish, they deposit it in the aquarium and take a picture of you holding your fish in an aquarium. Right. So, you have like a fish You haven't tank. seen that? The fish tank. Oh, I've seen it. Yeah. Why don't you guys yeah, do? Like why, why don't you pool? guys do that? Why don't we do? Because I'm not going to carry a fucking aquarium in my boat or my backpack. <laughs> you don't care about your fish like they? I mean, you know. Yeah. I guess not. What are you, an All animal? Right. Yeah. I'll either keep them in the water or I'll take them out. You're probably the kind of man that would take a shit outdoors. I Just would. Leave I left it. the toilet paper you there probably, too. You probably. Yeah. 
You'll pick up after your dog, but you won't pick up after yourself. (laughs) (laughs) So anyway, we get to day two. So Willie and I have this fucking only on day two. Yeah, we have this fucking retarded after. uh, You're not supposed to use that word, Ben. Mentally Uh, challenged. It was it was so mentally challenged. It (laughs) it got to the point where like we don't need to keep doing this anymore. Like what's like you, let's just go back to camp and this have a This is too easy. This is trout yes. fishing. Let's go back and drink. <laughs> yes, that's exactly what we did. So, go back, meet up with all the dudes. All the dudes come in that night. We have a good old time. Um, so then we're getting ready for day two, which is yesterday is it, uh, is, in the morning. Was this the um, the start of the day that that? bore witness on the Instagram that Carl was referring to. Of yeah, just like a bunch of, of bunch, Yeah, a bunch of buds yeah. eating Canadian bacon out on with like multiple grills. Yeah. Did yeah. please yeah. tell me that Bruce made uh, hash browns. Of course. Oh was, my god. Like, I live for those like, fucking hash browns. Tomorrow, right? Yeah. And we had this kind of joke about being ungrateful and you walked over and you said I did all this, and this is all you have for me. So first thing in the morning, I walked over to Bruce's campsite, and I'm like, I walked all the way over here, and you don't have any fucking hash browns for me? <laughs> Bruce's, Bruce's hash browns are the, are the highlight. The best. No yeah. doubt about it. Yeah, so, of course, Bruce was on breakfast duty, and the uh, pleasant surprise, he had the circle, circle bacon. Uh, yes, the yeah, Canadian so bacon. Yeah, that's not in his usual repertoire. So that was a fun surprise. Glad you guys caught that. Um, so we line all them out. They're going to go to where we went the day before to get our sloppy seconds. And then Willie and I are going to drive up this four-wheel drive road to this valley that we were scoping out. And the guys couldn't really give us too much information on it. EJ had like, driven through it knew a little bit about fishing bruce had been there like once or something a long time ago we didn't know too much about it uh, so willie and i went up there had a nice uh four-wheel drive road into it it got a little sporty in a couple spots so that was fun and then it just opens up into this huge broad valley and it's high country it's you know ten and a half thousand feet or something like that braided just heaven. yeah big Wide valley, big alpine peaks, cliffs all around. It was exactly what I wanted. I was like, I don't care about the fish. I just want to go fish somewhere cool. When I and saw the pictures, I was like, oh my god, South Fork that you and I fished together. It like took me I there. I totally had the same. I had the same feeling, man. Yeah, and a little. It had a little bit of a Notellum feel to it, uh-huh. also. But the just big, big, broad valley with sweeping views with a creek in the middle of it you know and uh four-wheel drive road going up the valley but really wildernessy feel nobody around you know <laughs> our whole plan was like okay we'll just go up there and poke around and find a place to fish you know so as soon as the gnarly part of the road ends and it opens up in the valley there's this like big spot it's like uh this is the place where we start obviously <laughs> right <laughs> like, we're going to park here and fish that. There's no reason to go any further. This is exactly what we're looking for. So we jump in and get things to, oh, I took a shit behind a rock first. <laughs> it, was, it, was pretty, yeah, it wasn't as satisfying. It was pretty good. Um, so 
I was going to say, there were, there I was going to say, like, you, you, you were kind of describing the plateau of high country and cliffs, and I was like, so where'd you shit? You know what I mean? That's all I care about. Well, no, it was just behind a big rock because right. there was a road there, and I couldn't see anyone coming because there was woods. So just in case someone was coming, right. I went behind this big rock. Right. And I was, I was I was trying to get it done quick rather than taking in the experience because I just wanted to start fishing. I hate being and rushed. Willie, Willie was starting to fish while I was shitting, and you don't want Willie to just get, like, he'll just tear up the whole fucking creek. So, oh, he blows you, up the spot? No, not at Is he, heavy? I, Is he I, a little, a little heavy-handed? He can be, but he took it easy on me, and didn't mm-hmm. he? We shared the water very nicely that day. Okay. So we get started fishing, and it's just beautiful water, beautiful, and like no shortage of great holes and long runs, and you could open up a really nice long cast. We just had dry fly on, you know, hopper. It's just awesome. But we're fishing all this great water, and it's just like no fish, nothing. Not even like I haven't even seen a fucking fish. And Willie's like, Willie doesn't have neoprene socks for his wet wading, so he's like, man, this water's cold. Because he just had regular socks on. And it was cold. I mean, it was a clear night, so so everything got cold, and you're way up high. So the water's probably high 40s. Ooh. So we're, and it's and it's maybe 10 a.m. So we're like, all right, this, something's not, like, this is good water. The fish are supposed to be here. The water's just not warm enough yet. And so we just kind of, kept fishing with that mantra like okay it's gonna get better so then like okay i had an eat and i missed it i'm like all right well i saw a fish he ate my fly cool and then slowly things just started to pick up we caught a fish oh we caught another fish all right you know and we just keep moving up the creek and it's beautiful water everywhere and it just started to get hot and hot and hot and hot and hot and towards the end the fish we caught tons and tons of fish they were all not, it was brown trout fishery um supposed to be some cutthroats in there we never did catch one but it was like not a ton of fish but they were all nice like 14 16 18 inch fish out of this high country small stream all on dries and by the end after things warmed up we just had a fabulous day and at the end willie had a good point he's like i mean we the first day we probably we probably caught 300 pounds of trout but the second day, Willie was like, I really enjoyed today more than yesterday. And I was like, you're totally right, man. Yesterday, obviously, we slammed a bunch of big fish, but it just wasn't – it was, like, too easy, you know? And the, it was a little more rewarding the second day, even though it was smaller fish. It was just such a cool, beautiful setting to do it. It was just – it was exactly what I wanted. Do you feel like Ben's kind of bragging a little bit? Yeah, a little humble bragging. Yeah. Yeah, a little, yeah. little yeah. humble bragging. It, you know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I've been known for that. It's That's in the '90s here now, air, and <laughs> it, the you actually wear the air right. here right now. <laughs> that sounds awful. Mm-hmm. Well, it is a state of like liquid. It's, I would like say it's nice though because for like the next four months we don't have to drink any water. Right. <laughs> just <laughs> you, a bit. You just yeah. get it by osmosis. Yes, just, right. just like a frog, just sit there and soak it in. <laughs> yeah. So we we had a great day that day. I went back to the campsite, had a beer, drove home six hours. That's usually I what I do before I have to get in the quick, car for six hours. Quick little One day trip. Single beer. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, dude, I had after running around in the hot sun. I mean, it's eighty some degrees. I had a 
out in the. There's it's no like shit. you know, high seventies, <laughs> low eighties, perfect. But I needed a beer, man. Yeah, fuck yeah, I needed a fucking beer. <laughs> so, yeah. so I have one more question for you, Ben. At least until I think of another one. So, okay, I leave tomorrow at six a.m. for the Philippines for six weeks. And I have very limited real estate and what I can pack, but in my backpack are five I'm a huge fly fisherman stickers. Oh, shit. Right. Nice. That are gonna get stuck in South Asia. Do you have a requirement or preference as to where you would like to see those stickers stuck? Um on yeah. a boat. On a boat, okay. Um that's really the only one that's coming to mind. Okay, in the and Philippines, think, hold on. Don't they have like the the crazy, like very ornate vehicles? Yes. Oh, oh, those oh, like, like uh, oh, dude. Yeah, I can stick one on a jeep. Yeah, That'll yeah, say, yeah. I can do that day one. It, they, it's it's actually based on a on a jeep. It is it's no, based on so a military it's, jeep, it's, and they made them into like buses. There was like a bunch like a of jeep World on the War II still. surplus left over. Yeah, when we jumped out. And then they got overrun by the Japanese, and so they're they're like they're probably like twenty feet long though. They're super extended, and they actually I'm not kidding. I've been in one with thirty people in it, like, and nobody's sitting on each other's lap. They're just like stacked up. It's crazy. I've ridden they're on like top purple of them. And I right, well, beads all I, over. You know, them I know they're they're bin stickers, but I want to see one on on, on that. That that. What are they called cool. again? They're called jeepneys. Jeepneys, yeah, jeepneys, yeah. yeah. Um, okay, we've got a boat, a jeepney. Um, I've got three more. So if you come up with anything, hit me on the gram. Are you gonna Are you gonna fish down there? So yes, um, I have. But give one to the guy you're fishing with. No, no, no. Let me back up, dude. There is no sport fishing culture over there. It's no, Gillnet there's heaven. Not, yeah, there's not yeah. like and, there's not like a dude he's gonna be fishing with. No, he's this the is guy. this is me just trying to make something happen. Like every time I've tried over yeah. there, which has been twice. I get drunk guys that come up on the beach and start tying worms on my fly because they're like, you're not going to catch anything without real bait. So the, the goal is to try to inspire some some drunk guy on the beach to be like, maybe I should think about things a little bit differently instead right. of laughing at me and getting his net, pulling it in and saying, this is how you do it. Right. Well, after, after you get one of those native dudes to – to catch a fish on a fly rod, you need to go get a tattoo. He needs to get a tattoo that says, I'm a huge fly fish. Okay. That's that could probably happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but I don't know, man. Find find a fishing store somewhere that sells, not a, like, it's not going to be a fly shop or it, find whoever sells the gill nets. Right. And <laughs> go put one on the, do- on the door of his establishment. Okay. Oh. On, on, on his ice chest. Something like that. Well, there's also pretty, there's some, hostile individuals in that country uh so just don't let them see you do it isis is in that country what uh, if you had one like fly fishing yeah i was gonna say what if somebody in isis is a fly fisherman hmm. where are you going with this carl i think we could really do a lot of healing in this world <laughs> by Bridge way of guess. one by way of one sticker <laughs> project healing stickers right project, we could literally end this whole thing Wow, these 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 opportunities I never knew existed. You're right. just coming up with them. Right. <laughs> Peter Jennings reporting live from Philippines John, John, tonight. John uh, it, would, it would appear that uh, the 
the worldwide uh, war on terror has come to an end because uh, all of the ISIS fighters have laid down their arms and picked up uh, fly rods. They're all huge fly fishermen now. As it turns out, we don't ISIS know what Ethiopian carelessly left these stickers flying around, but we thank him. Well, you've heard that fly fishing saves lives, right? So maybe, mm-hmm. maybe we could tie that in somehow. Well, you know, does it really save lives when you um, see people in places that it's kind of scary? What do you mean, like fly fishing yeah, in Miami? Man. No, like you know, I mean, the reference "fly fishing saves lives" is like indicative of a of a kind of a group of gypsies that uh, are. are Associated with uh, farming in the fly fishing community, and I, I, I think oh, Ben, yeah. I think yeah. Ben had uh, an, an experience in the month of June that involved uh, fish farmers too. Yeah, oh, we're the fish, have to be the pretty f- vague. Okay. <laughs> oh, you're talking about the fish jippos. Well, number one, I believe that the actual fly fishing save lives. I think that's a reference to getting sober. I th- am, I, am I not? Right? I think. Nah, I don't know about that because uh, I think it's we're a fly fishing podcast, and right. the last thing that we would call this would be sober. Right. No, 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 no. But I think that is. I may be totally wrong, but I think that was a thing where, like, you know, people get sober and they find something to occupy their time. That's that can be fly fishing for some people. I believe that's Others where masturbation. that started. <laughs> but I might be. Dude, my wife has been gone for two weeks. I know all about that. <laughs> You're sober as a pope right now. <laughs> so, um, what Larry's talking about is uh, I went to one of my spots recently. And something that I would Probably consider. like your be, spot. No, I mean, it's. No, it really like, is. He's, he's got stickers. Like it's his territory. They're all over the rocks. Oh, well, it's, it's, it's certainly not. A, it's a it's spot like, that uh, it's not a secret. It's definitely way low key. It's, um, it's definitely tagged. some people know about it, um, but it's a spot that I go to a lot. Uh, so I kind of have. I'm a little bit in touch with who who's fishing down there. And, you know, so like it's kind of alarming to see. Um, well, so I I went down there and uh, I was pulling into the spot. And I saw a unique vehicle, uh, and uh, I saw a unique vehicle down. And I was I was you know a quarter mile away, and I could recognize this vehicle. So I stopped. And I didn't I didn't proceed down. I just I just sat there for about forty five minutes and watched and uh, checked things out. And uh, yeah, I found somebody that I didn't want to be in my spot. All right. Which, Happens all the time, and it's going to happen with every other spot that I think is mine in the future. Eventually, that's what drives me to find new spots. So, and that's and, the uh, positive within this well, little me, story, me, this anecdotal will, message of. No, there's uh, actually something even more positive. Okay, there. I don't know if I, I don't know if I related this to you or not. Um, later that day, I was cruising the Gram. Uh huh. And I saw a picture of somebody that I follow. I, I follow him. I don't know really. I didn't know much that much about him, but I had followed him for some reason. And I saw a picture, and I was like, that's the spot. There was a unique geographical feature in the picture. And that's all it was. It was just like a picture of the spot with some captions. And I was like, God 
damn it. He's with them too? So I sent him a message. It was very polite. I was like, hey, could you please do the locals a favor and maybe not show that geographical feature anymore? Uh, that's one man's humble request. Thank you. Um, I didn't want to be a dick about it, but right. there's pretty much no way to not be a dick asking that, you know? Um, and I wasn't really expecting much of an answer, but he promptly answered back and he said, no problem. I'll remove it. I know exactly what you're saying. And he took the post down right away. Oh, that's pretty and rad. Is, okay. Yeah. That's I respectable. I don't know this guy. He doesn't know me, but I just let him know. I was like, this is my backyard. He's not from around here. He's from a couple states away. Okay. And I was like, please. Yeah. And he, he took it down right away. And then we had a nice correspondence. Um, and uh, he seems like a cool dude. And I have no hard feelings against those people uh, because I haven't seen any other posts come out of that. All right. So, well, good. Um, yeah, totally. Totally. I don't, I don't hate them or anything. All's well that um, ends well. Yeah, and it was a surprising response from that gentleman, and he removed his post, which was very cool. All right. Well, uh, you know, the uh, last of your story was that uh, you had uh, finished up, had your had your beer, and drove six hours home. And did you mention that you left a day early? Uh, I did. I was supposed to stay for three days. And but... and why did you come home early? To make my wife happy. Yeah, happy wife, happy life. You're a smart man yeah. for your, you know for your age. You have lots and lots of wisdom. Um, <laughs> Some would disagree. The, uh, the, the what what did Ben do today? What was what was Ben? What was Ben's life like today? Uh, I think the it was mostly. What was the news? highlight? The highlights. Yeah. I, ate an, I ate an entire can of not, fake nacho cheese. <laughs> really? Are you kidding me? Really? On crackers? Two, 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 on tortilla chips. On two tor- separate sittings. That was like it was like second breakfast and first dinner. Was I? I finished off that can. It was second that, breakfast, you know, first dinner. How many meals yeah. are you eating a day? Uh, I'm snacking a lot lately. Okay. Because there's no because there's no organized meals <laughs> in this way to because the family's out of town. So, yeah, my eating habits are, are a little so, bit odd to begin with. But are we talking like gas station can of can no, of nacho I mean, cheese you, you or know, like Sam's you, Club sixty four no, ounces exactly of nacho cheese? About. In the super in the supermarket under the Tostitos, they have the Frito Lay can of cheese. Mm-hmm. Ooh, I don't know that we that's, have that down here. No, I've oh, seen it. On. I've seen it. It's, it's like weird they bean have dip the stuff. Tostitos jar of cheese, but then they'll have the it's like can. That, it's like so, weird. so how many ounces is in the can? Is what I'm I'm trying to get at. Oh, I don't know. I could pull it out of the trash and find out. Um, I would guess eight or ten. Okay. Okay. Respect- eight or ten ounces. A respectable ounces. amount of cheese was consumed today. Right. I'm gonna tell you. And it. by trash, do you mean it is recycling? nine ounces? So that was, that was a good guess. Phone's so um, what's what's the plan? How many more days of uh, Ben's familyless vacation uh, are, are remaining? The summer of Ben, uh, they're coming back in like three or four days, and I got a lot of work between now and then. But when I say that, you'll I still find time to fish. Yeah, before last week, I fished like five days in a row, and uh, so like right right when they left. I immediately drove from the airport to do one of those 
uh, little river floats, and I was like, all right, I'm going to kick this off, and I'm going to catch a fish every fucking day. And that lasted like five days, and then one day it came around, and I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to sit here on the couch instead. Um, so I haven't caught a fish every single day, but I have like four or five days left, and I'm pretty sure I'm going to catch a couple fish in the next few days. Nice. I don't know how or where, but that's the beauty of where I live and what I do is I can fish for 15 minutes well, or two hours or half a day or whatever. I just it's got just back started. and today yeah. was my first chance to fish down here in two mm-hmm. weeks or whatever it's been. And like I mentioned earlier, you can wear the air yes. and this, this entire evening I've been like, continuously going over and like adjusting the thermostat and like turning the air down a little bit more and a little bit more. And it, and I just realized I'm sunburnt like shit. Um, it was miserably fucking hot out there. Um, there's no water in the lagoon. Um, are you turning Yankee? And, and the, it, it was fucking shitty water. So I brought shitty water back from Pennsylvania. So, uh, I'm just. I think I might even just be done with fishing for like a couple of months. Uh, I yeah. mean, it's, it's going to take like two months off. Yeah, I'm going to take you two months off until yeah, next week. Got the funk, at least until yeah. next weekend. Yeah. Right. So. Yeah. Till tomorrow morning. <laughs> right. Yeah, I go through those phases too, man. I I get that too. I'm just on the opposite end of the spectrum right now. So not much. No, rub it in. That's cool. Yeah. <laughs> When I grow up, I, I want to be Ben. With Willie. I need to keep fishing with Willie because he's one fishy last, dude, man. Yeah, he is a fishy motherfucker. I, it's like an honor to fish with him, you know. Like, I don't, people say I'm fishy. He's one of the guys that I look up to. Like, I will never catch as many fish as this fucking. When, guy. when I fished with Willie in Alaska, um, it was kind of cool because, like, from from fishing down <laughs> here, you know, like it's it's normal for me to strip out you know at least 30 feet of line and you know carry a 30 foot cast and and fish in the 30 to 45 foot range right and so on some of the one of the days and thankfully it was early in the trip willie was watching me fish and he was like you're bring it in dude yeah he was like he was like you're you're fucking up so much water why aren't you and i was like what do you mean he was like fish close and then work out and i was like huh and like and he explained it and i was like it was like a magical cool moment like he like unlocked a little bit of the secret of you know how you guys in the way that you're fishing and it has stuck over the years since then well and that's that seems like something for me it seems like something so basic that i shouldn't even have to mention it but when you do, but it's that's because I've been doing it a long time, and when you take somebody that's not used to it, yeah, it's not obvious. I, yeah, totally yeah, because like to yeah. you know, I it, it's a different way that we fish down yeah. here no, versus like, the way you guys are dissecting and cutting up a bank. Right. And exactly. Like he, if we jumped in the river here, I wouldn't tell you to just cast across feet first. Right. And no, I, I would just assume that you're going to work from near to far. Yeah. And not just not just bang it out to the sweet spot. So, you know, but. so I guess the, the crux of that is I fished with Willie the summer after I fished with you. And I just oh. want to say that Willie's a really stand-up dude, and I don't know why you've shit on me that whole time and let me fuck it up. 
So it's it's just wanted to draw. The, I just wanted to draw the contrast there. That's all. Yeah. It, no, it's it's way way more fun for me to watch you flail than to catch fish. I was gonna say, are you one of those guys? Because like last time I went out to Colorado, I fished for five days, and on day five, my buddy was like, "Oh, you're strip setting." My bad. Because I'd watch that stupid overglorified bobber go bing, and I'd rip lip, and I couldn't figure out what I was doing wrong for four what? days. It's not working. It's not working. <laughs> well, it's, I, I like to let you learn from your mistakes, suffer through a whole day. Ben believes in tough we'll, love. And then we'll talk about it over the campfire that okay. night. Okay. I mean, I can, I can, I can, I can help work you with out. That. It, in the moment, but did you guys do? Different... Did you guys have a campfire down down on the trip, down over we there? Did, we did because in we there. were in a developed campground, uh, and it was allowed because it was a steel firing. If okay. we had been primitive camping, then we would not have. And we actually, our the original plan was to do some other campsites, but I'm a firm believer in I, I hate camping without a campfire. Right. So we we moved over to. Uh, the the land ruled by the campground host named Edie uh, and and enjoyed her campfires. She was a bit of a uh, controlling campfire or campground host. But yeah, we had fires and we sat around and got drunk. Nice, like it. Yeah, stared stare at the fire, spit in it, threw trash in it. Uh, I didn't pee on it. Maybe somebody else did. But all all the oh. standard shit. Yeah, and so cool, like. Dude, I, I showed up with the, I'd seen Willie a few weeks ago. I hadn't seen any of the other three guys in months to years. And it's just so cool to just be able to show up and, you know, pick up where you left off. Yeah, I, I haven't been out there to fish with all you guys in a while, and I'm really jonesing to do that. So I'm, I'm trying to fucking tease you into it. I, well, you know, <laughs> I, I was going to go do that backpacking thing with you, except for the fact that, the right. first part of June every year is when right. we go to take the kid to Camp Woodward. So, right. Right. Um, anyway, I'm dying to get out there, um, even more so after hearing your great stories tonight. But listen, um, my battery is about to die, and okay. that means that you're going to be leaving us unexpectedly. So instead of doing okay. that, we're going to have to wrap up, and I think probably... We'll come back for one segment just to wrap everything up. But uh, great hanging out with you, Ben. Thanks for you picking too, up man. the slack for Andrew. Yeah, man. Thank you. Hope you feel better. Down and out. <laughs> Learning, out. learn from experience. I hope you're not actually sick. I hope you just made a mistake. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sorry, that uh, makes sense. Right? Yeah, it does. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. does. Yeah, I guess. Unfortunately. Yeah. All right, guys. I appreciate it. Oh, and one final thing, just a quick question. It's been bugging me all week. Um, We all know that we're huge fly fishermen. Is it a truism that there are huge fly fisher women also? There are. There are. And I have stickers that say I'm a huge fly fisher woman, and you can buy them and support Casting for Recovery, which is a – it supports – breast cancer research and recovery um they're two dollars each you can find me at careless ethiopian on instagram or ben sitting on facebook and you can buy them via venmo and i'll make it real easy for you i do have to get some tips from larry about packing and sending stickers we'll talk about that in person all right um 
but yes, please uh, support Casting for Recovery and buy some stickers. All right, brother. Good talking to you. I'll talk to you on the landline about all that stuff and uh, have a good last couple of days and get that damn honeydew list done. I'm working on it. It'll all right. Get done. Sounds good. Thanks, guys. See you, Ben. See you, Ben. Bye, buddy. Bye. Out west going on. Yeah, buddy. Fuck. Dude, I'm telling you, we have got to go out west together. Okay, it's, so is it just the fact so that fun. like the lagoon is kind of like struggling like this week with it being so hot and everything else is going on everywhere else? I know. Man. I'm like, man, I gotta get the fuck out of here this week. I mean, I'll be honest with you, like you know, Justin, I took out today and it was just fucking depressing out there and and it was weird like so we we didn't start early in the morning or anything like that i had life going on so it was more of an afternoon trip but here's the thing when i did go out there the water was super low so there was like tons of flats we couldn't even get to because uh, there was no water on them and the water is shitty dirty not terrible but pretty bad shouldn't be as dirty as it is and it was just hot, mm-hmm. like like hot like the Dickens, and especially that no wind. Yeah, I need to. Uh, I think I need to get back into the habit of coming over, doing like an early morning trip, a couple of hours, get in, get out. The afternoons, the evenings will probably be good if we can get out of this little thunderstorm rut that we're in. Yeah. But uh, the, the here, a couple miles north of here, would have worked out. But here, it was like raining as the sun was going down. Right. I mean, uh, you know, as far as maybe 10 miles from here, 5 miles from here, you had an hour, hour and a half, kind of right yeah. at the end of the day. Yeah. And it already rained. It had already cooled. Oh, so fast. that would have been, that 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 been, been great. Yeah. That would have yeah. been great. Yeah. Um, I do know that there's some good flood tides coming up uh, a little bit later, uh, or like first week or so in July. Yeah. So I am going to try to... Uh, take advantage of that and i have a trip planned because of work after the fourth of july over to the west coast so i'm going to try the old snook on the beach kind of walk and see if i can pull something off there where's that what town uh we'll talk in uh a minute yeah but uh let's run to a break uh that was a pretty long segment with ben and i had a few beers during it so
Well, somebody found their second wind. Yes, sir. I'm back from the dead. It's a foursome again, fellas. That's right. Boom. <laughs> and there ain't a mountain hippie in sight. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I'm like 70% right now. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, that's pretty solid. That's yeah. a C. That's better than like Maybe. 20. So yeah, for sure. I feel like I'm like a cruising I'm, 65. I'm 65%. You know what's interesting is the talking percentages and and it's the cliche joke i know but like today's forecast was for 50 percent coverage of rain it's like the fuck yeah it you may or may not get wet today yeah you may or may not have a storm today it's like that's not forecasting it's not forecasting that's like saying um we don't really fucking know what's going to happen today, mm-hmm. so it may rain and it may not rain where you are today. And how is it that we allow people to have ologist at the end of their name? Ologist, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Just, just my observation. But uh, I don't know. South Florida weather women. I don't care how fucking yeah, wrong ex- they are. Yeah, they could be wrong they all good. day long. Yeah, they're, yeah. they're yeah. built to be wrong. It may be dry, They're, but they sure are wet. Right. They're built to say stupid shit. <laughs> so, uh, what, what's everybody's guess? Because that's all it is. Hurricane season. 50-50. <laughs> you think we're, we're going to get hammered again this year? I don't yeah. think so. I mean, we had Matthew, and then last I year would, we had... I would say, based on... The fact that it's been really warm, we've already had depressions early. I would put it at a you know eighty percent chance we, we get pre- hit with something category one ish. You know, maybe not directly. We had but preseason name namers, a couple. Yeah, for right? sure. One or two. Yeah, but what, did, what did we have this time last year? Not that. No, no I don't think we had. I don't think we, we had that shit. Till. Yeah, and and that's what what worries me is we had that subtropical yeah. whatever they called it um and then like two days after that whole shitty week of rain or whatever the uh national storm prediction team out of boulder colorado because that's where you really know what's that's going where, on in yeah. the fucking tropics <laughs> downgraded the number of named storms and major hurricanes that we'll have this year, which means we're going to be fucked. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Um, so so I'm not looking forward to it. They, there's it's a new just name. Such a hassle because what's the new name? The fir- the first one, kind of this season, was a it was, was like it Alberta. Tro- was it, no, no, like the like classification. Alberta. Oh, well, there's was new- like a it was a tropical subtropical. Something it was something about like the name of it. I was like, I don't remember hearing like a tropical tropical storm. It's, right, it's it, probably it was like a subtropical to make storm. It like to where what hurricanes the- now have more weight for local Floridians. They're like, <clears> oh, <throat> we're gonna get hit with the two. Maybe I should do something. Well, what does that do for like like homeowners insurance and stuff though? You know what I mean? Like, yeah, there's probably something I, to gain. From I still haven't naming or not naming. I still haven't settled the insurance claim on this place yeah. since the last storm because we had a, the insurance company's playing games. We had a really bitchin' no-name storm, and it was called for years after the no-name storm in Tampa Bay Area. I was probably 15 years old or something. 
lot of damage to houses and uh insurance didn't didn't come through the same it was like a big stink about you know people's roofs blowing away and mm-hmm. if it was it wasn't a hurricane so they didn't get shit wow yeah shitty so there's probably some kind of weird new you know depression or subtropical depression or whatever that i can't remember what it was yeah, now, I remember but it was a it was new kind of yeah. like and, and the map looked hear. like a hurricane tracking map right. but it wasn't did it, was that before hurricane season started yeah yeah, 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 so yeah. like something to do because it only really started like two days ago i think yeah. no 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 it yeah. starts june 1st yeah so we're like 22 oh, okay. days okay. into it or whatever yeah but uh oh summer started summer started. yeah, yeah. solstice yeah, yeah. The solstice when I was pulling up, I was admiring the fact that your porch got ripped off, but your fish tank is completely intact. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. it was the weirdest thing. Well, uh, and it's, it's not even so much that you're worried. I mean, you are worried about storm damage, but it's the hassle leading up to it of, I mean, because, you know, you have people from out of state saying, it's going to hit you in 10 days. Why aren't you moving? Well, you don't know anything till three days out, maybe, where that thing's really going to go. Right. But you have to treat everything that comes through like it's going to cream your house. Right. Yep. Yeah. It's so exhausting. It really is. It's it's like the lead up to it is just like, okay. And this year, there was a couple of the storms. No, actually, it was it was uh, Irma that they started talking about it like ten days out, and like we were just ten, sick of hearing about it. Ten about days out yeah. though, the first time they mentioned it, I was working way out by the villages and i just had finished like a normal day needed to needed to top off the the fuel on the truck to get home and everybody was making a run on generator gas yeah and it took me like an hour to get to the pump nobody was there there was no shortage of diesel because idiots weren't going crazy for diesel yeah but i had to wait and it was like that, that was you the guys, scariest part for me. Like, imagine that shit was, like, super, super bad, and we got, like, thrown back into, like, what happened to uh, Andrew or, you know, in Texas with, uh, what was it, Harvey? Uh-huh. Like, we got Harvey, it pretty good, was I think. Marie, Maria? I don't know. Alpha the one that went at this point. Yeah, the, they, the, the one that went around, uh, uh, through Puerto Rico and then end up yeah. Texas or whatever. Okay. That was the water one. That was the one that flooded. It was yeah. Harvey. Yeah. Right. But just, just yeah, like yeah. if it was any worse, I mean, if the lines were that bad and like the chaos that ensued just from Irma. Yeah. I mean, if it was any worse, I mean, that's the scariest part is like people's reactions to these storms. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's like just everybody calm down. Yeah. yeah. You know? There's no order. No, not whatsoever. Be, be All right, so prepared at the beginning of the season, go go fill up a couple gas cans, put some stable in it, and yeah, be good to go. I did that out. Startron this week. I'm Star-tron? not gonna get into. It's like a fuel fuel additive oh, okay. treatment for water stuff. I'm not gonna get into details here, guys. Somebody might have grabbed a like a two and a half gallon gas can full of water and put it in his own pickup truck. I don't know who that would have been. <laughs> oh no. So I just filled it up the rest of the way with rec 90, like no ethanol gas, put Startron in it and just drove it. <laughs> <laughs> Still kicking. <Fine>. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. I'm impressed. Yeah. How'd you come up with a fucking gas can of water? The gas can, it was in my garage. 
So the gas can of water. No, the question is why. I'd run it out, and I'd left it out, and it filled with rain. And so then, we thought it was just fuel yeah. in there. So I thought it was gas, and I'm like, man, I better put this up. <laughs> nice. You know, things happen. Shit happens mm-hmm. when you're not paying attention. That's right. That's right. So I didn't want to put that in my pressure washer because I was trying to work on the house. I'm going to put that old crap in my pressure washer so I dumped it right in the truck. Went to go get new gas for the pressure washer. Truck wouldn't make it there. That's the, that's the one that always kills me when you people, like see people who buy boats and stuff. And they're like, hey, I've had this gas sitting in my tank for nine months. You think it's yeah. safe? Why the heck would you risk it? Yeah, yeah, Just pump yeah, it yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You've got this motor that probably costs ten grand on your boat. Yeah. Just dump the yeah dump the twenty, the $20 gallons dollars of yeah. gas that you've got yeah, in your boat. Exactly. Start over. Yeah. So. So Carl, <clears throat> is your dog a little bit disturbed by foul weather? He is. <laughs> a lot. A lot. A lot. Like. Not disturbed by anything else. Right. Like and the it, train, anything. So like he doesn't give a So shit. is it like thunder in the distance is a problem, or it has to be like, like one of those right on top of you storms? No, pretty much anything. <laughs> really? Yeah. A slight breeze. Yeah. It's not a big weather dog. That's crazy. Likes the water. Uh-huh. Doesn't like the water falling out of the sky. Mm-mm. Can't get him to come out of the house or anything. Got the thunder jacket. Uh, the jacket. jacket. Yeah. You've never heard of that? Yeah. No, I, I, it's like I a haven't, compression. But I believe it. Yeah. It's, a, it's like a, it, a compression. Yeah. We'll put t-shirts like, on our dogs. It's like a super yeah. tight t-shirt. Like it just has like Velcro yeah. on it. Just comfort. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Supporting yeah. emotional support. Mm-hmm. Dozer. 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 That's a perfect name for him. Yeah. So. Uh, you ever seen a wiener dog pit mix? No. This is no. Fucking crazy. Yeah. You know what the weird thing is? They call. They call any of those dogs around here bulldogs. Like, I got a bulldog? Like, no. <laughs> Doesn't look anything like a bulldog. Yeah. Like, yeah, I got bulldogs too. Three of them. No, you don't. Like, you're calling all three of your dogs the wrong kind of dog? <laughs> yeah. I mean, we know what a bulldog looks like. Well, doggy daddy's got a That's couple. That's right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A couple yeah. turkey hams. Yeah. Yep. Turkey so hams. it's butterbean. Yeah. And do you, do you know? Pearl. Pearl. Yeah. Pearl. And <laughs> Pearl and butter. Is, oh, butter. Is, oh. His picture oh, the other butter. day he posted with the two hot dogs and his dog. He wrote the four sauces. <laughs> yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> and I saw that and I thought the same thing. I was like, oh, that's funny. But then if you looked the story just before mm-hmm. that, what was it? I think he was grilling. And what was he grilling? Sausages. Four sausages. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I think the other two sausages were for, were for, in, were for but, butter and pearl. But like, I, I think they were already in butter like, and pearl. Oh, that was an ironic or it was a <laughs> yeah, mind-blown yeah, epiphany. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, because... Uh, when I first saw it, I was like, oh, he's calling them sausages. Like, yeah. oh, you yeah. know, cute little fat sausages. And then I saw the other, and I was like, wait a second. The sausages were in the picture. You just can't see them anymore. Yeah. Was I overthinking it? <laughs> I don't know. Well, butter and butter and pearl, they kind of live by the <laughs> mantra, be the sausage. <laughs> you know what I mean? You, or you are what you eat. You know, you know? <laughs> I think I think that there are humans 
that if given the opportunity would love to live the life of Pearl and Buttermaid. Oh, oh yeah. Because yeah. those are two can ask for. very, very well taken care of yeah. canines. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They're just out laying around sunning in the backyard <laughs> yeah. and stuff. Getting just... The backyard gets better. Like, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. New, new patio. Yeah. And, and the floor. Did you see the floor that he just put yeah, in? Yeah, yeah. It's all like. Uh, it's the end grain. But no, no, no. Before even that, I think he put in like the radiant heating. So, oh, like, yeah. The floor is warm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. That was the big thing in Korea. Koreans sleep on the floor and they all have like heated, uh, heated floor. floors. Yeah. That yeah. shit's nice. I like that. Oh, yeah. The fact that a dog would have that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, if I get reincarnated, mm-hmm. come back as that's Doggy Daddy's that's dog. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Butter. I mean, just the name, Doggy Daddy. I mean, right. Makes sense. Uh huh. So, well, uh, anything else? Um, on the old list. Well, I think that uh, uh, I've lost my phone. I had a whole list. You oh, it. so where? It's, it's right in front of you, Carl. Right there. <laughs> it's this one. <laughs> Carl still got some stuff we need to cover. I think. I got a. Well, we're we're all headed to opposite parts of the world. We, we are all like kind of like on the way out yeah. tomorrow Jettison. morning. Yeah. yeah, on the way out. That sounds good. Yeah. <laughs> we're all on the way out. We're all four kicking the bucket. So you finally are sick of it. It's just not worth the hassle anymore. It's not worth the hassle. <laughs> um, local local fireman and friend Bradley D's and Turks and Caicos. Who we talk about that? Is Turks and Caicos? I don't know. Or, or, is, Trin- is-, or is it Trinidad and Tobago? It's an and. Oh, see, I, I, thought, I, it Belize. <laughs> I thought it was like Belize tournament time or something. Oh, maybe. I don't I know. I thought you wanted to Turks and know. Caicos. Um, he's, he's in really warm, nice, clear water well, places. We've kind of grown out of touch. I'm not sure cool. what's going on there. So he's bone, bone fishing. Uh, my buddy Joe. Black Trout Media. Yeah. Brought some wonderful beers by the shop. <laughs> yes, he did. He had, he had sent me a message on the gram mm-hmm. and was like, hey, I'm going to be around, you know, uh, is there anywhere I could drop these beers off? And I was like, you need to go buy Skiff Outfitters. See Carl. Carl could take care of the beers. He'll get the beers here. Mm-hmm. We'll, we'll really appreciate them. We'll drink them. We'll enjoy them. And he We've found had, Carl's shop. Right. There was... There was some technical difficulties, and then... Well, hold on. So, the reason I sent him to Carl was... <laughs> who doesn't want to see Carl when they come in town, right? right. No doubt. And, it's like and, a mainstay. And beyond that, I knew that Carl had just gotten a really good deal on a shop refrigerator. Real steel. Real steel. Oh, yeah. Real 20 bucks. steel. A $20. You got a couch and a refrigerator now. Right. Yeah. And, like, a lot of freezers. Why do you have freezers? Bodies. <laughs> no, it's my buddies like for like hunting. Oh. So, so well, they're bodies of deer. Does, does, yeah. he, does he have venison in the freezers? He does, and he's just, out of town right just now. What, what's, that what shit. is his? Uh, what, what's his uh, inventory control like? You, I don't know. He's 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 going you, on like you, a some kind miss of any of it? weird caribou hunt soon. Really? So he bought an additional huge freezer. For like, or something, yeah, right. For this elk, or he's not gonna miss it, it. No, not especially when the elk gets here. Yeah, it's gonna get real. That shit needs we to had get the moose. Yeah, we had moose. We What's had next? moose. 
Well, we'll, we'll save that for the christening. Of when this show gets really, really big, yeah, yeah. Panther, we're gonna eat Panther. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we could start it with like uh, an appetizer course of like gopher tortoise, right? That'd be awesome. Anything on the, on the half shell, take yeah. a lot of trouble for seared manatee. Yeah. yeah, just yes. Could so imagine? I was talking Panther to somebody the loin. other day. Like, imagine farming manatees. Mm. You know how much like offshore like space there is to yeah harbor, yeah like make pins out offshore mm-hmm. with manatees and just feed them lettuce and you know like desalinate salt water and just have pins out there in the fucking gulf stream like how yeah. efficient would that be fucking really efficient they probably don't fart like regular cows no no less emissions yeah land manatees probably even in healthier so anyway back to your um <laughs> your refrigerator my refrigerator you took custody of some what looked to be potentially some delicious Karen custody. You took Karen custody mm-hmm. of some delicious. There is a malt be a beverages sign in sheet, right? For accountability. <laughs> <laughs> and did and we enjoy those beers, Carl? Well, one of us did. One of us did. Yeah. A portion of them. Another portion of them, I plugged in my badass $20 <laughs> mini fridge, <laughs> and it was cranked all the way to, like, freeze the shit out of everything, blew up. and it fucking blew them all Fucking, up. of course. Not all of them. Most of them. How many were there? Five. And how many were actually... 1.5. But, but damn, it was the coldest yeah, beer you've yeah. ever had. Frosty as shit. And not timed well. So like, Joe, I didn't, like, find, like, I didn't find, like, oh, whoops, the beers, like, blew up at 5.30 in the afternoon. So It's like, oh, shit, beers. And I just drink, and I'm like. <sighs> so I would tell you. It's been a whole day like this. That, that probably a good thing that we could do to show our appreciation for Joe taking the time to find that beer transport it across state lines Mm -hmm. and deliver it to hand deliver deliver it that's like the kind of thing that like probably deserves some pro staff recognition yeah so why don't you reach out to Joe get his address and we'll take care of uh, making sure that he has the proper accoutrements mm-hmm. to demonstrate his yeah. pro well, staff level and he can keep his beers cool while not t- keeping them too cold that's you know right I mean? yeah. and you know for those of you that may be listening that don't follow us on instagram we're really big on pro staff around here oh we yeah. are and uh we're just going to tell you that and the pro and lifestyle the pro lifestyle what kind of person is on pro staff um a person, what are the traits? A person that goes above and beyond what a normal listener-supported podcast, you know, as a listener would do. Um, it's not so much that, you know... You, it's not just beer. It's not just beer. It could be whiskey. any number of things. It could be whiskey. Um, art. It could be... Art. The, like... I think a lot of times it's sticker placement. It it easily could be like, sticker like placement, daring sticker placement. Yes, yes. risky sticks. Yeah. Um, just do something Lies. out of the ordinary. It's it's for those people that demonstrate 
for lack of a better way to say it, the spirit that a huge fly fisherman right. would exhibit. Mm-hmm. They're just not part of the herd. They're leading the herd. Right. Mm. And, you know, whether it's sending a craft whiskey or a craft brew or some kind of unique piece of art or a bag of flies, whatever it is, it's probably going to get noticed. I mean, these koozies are so special that there are bar staff in New Smyrna Beach that can attest right. to what happens when one's left behind at a bar. Right. What happens, Carl? Well, they make snide comments about, whoa, this must be a really important koozie. Fucking right it is. You called a lot of times. Yeah. Yeah. Carl. Damn right. Carl. You're like him not sleeping out front of here. I feel like you don't have a great reputation amongst uh, servers. That right next to my house, like on that. <laughs> <laughs> I've been like, yelling like, with you. Like, shit, like, shit, fuck. shit. Carl's coming down the sidewalk. Get the sign flipped. Get the sign flipped. <laughs> We're closed. We're closed. <laughs> so long story short, I live <laughs> close enough to like a lot a, of major, yeah, a, yeah, a few places where they serve alcohol, food, and bevs. You know. When you but when you bring your own bush light into <laughs> yeah. their establishment, but when it's like seventy five feet from where you sleep, like yeah. your be- actual bed, you can just fall into your bed from the bar. It's a lot easier to be. It's it's not that end. I don't think they're worried about. They're not worried <laughs> about frustrated with. They're like, God, this guy is not going to go home until he really needs to. They're going to have to like. Uber. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? You're well inside yeah. the Uber. You're becoming one yeah. of the regulars. Right. You are regular. Right. Yeah. Just one of the louder ones. Yeah. And then when I and then when I walk the dog around the block, it's this really awkward like sup. Yeah, it's <laughs> daylight hours. Right. Yeah. Sup. No, yeah, it's me. <laughs> no, yeah. You're like, wow, we're surprised you're up this early. Yeah. <laughs> you and me both. Yeah. yeah. I can't see that changing later in life for you either. Mm-mm. Yeah, like 65, same no, fucking deal. same thing. Yeah. You're that close. So what, what has grown to be like your top three favorites within walking distance of Not Casa yet. de Carl? Mm. Not Yellow Dog. No, I don't know. The New Smyrna Brewery for sure. Okay. Yeah. Mm. It's pretty. I mean, it's just beer though. Fruity beer. Is it all fruity? No, not all of it. Is it I like usually a beer. Yeah, there is. There's like a couple, just whatever. It's normal, yeah. you know. Yeah. You want some IPAs? You hip? No. I'm you not. hip, bro? No. Um. Put some fruity stuff in that place. Apple is, is good. Cool. Half Wall's super good. Yeah, yeah but Half Wall's like way down the road, right? No, they no. renamed the other, because it was the smaller Half Wall. They renamed the one on Canal. It's right there on Canal. So oh. Stugles or something like that. Okay. It's the same company. Real similar still in a, in all forms. Yeah. Okay. Uh, million beers. I think like a hundred of them are on tap. Is that right? I've, never, like, I've m- never been there. Really? Yeah. Yeah, there's like a like a hundred beers on tap or something. Yeah. Jesus. And like a ton of like cans and bottles and whatever. So one of everything. 
Um, How's that pizza place? I've only been once. That would be a... No, it's Dece, though. I just don't yeah. really eat pizza. So, when I was in Pennsylvania, there was a bar. Now, somebody said, oh, it looked like you guys were doing some drinking while you are up there. We actually did, but it was only after we learned the local culture that we were able to figure out because we were actually in a dry county. Dry oh, county meaning you couldn't buy any beer at a convenience store or the grocery store, but there was one and one only bar in the town where we stayed. Cool name, the Frosty Hook. Oh, that's right. I remember that. Yeah, yeah. I remember seeing yeah, the Frosty yeah. Hook. And when I was at the fly shop, um, we were asking, we're like, we haven't been able to find, is it okay to say it, beer anywhere? And they're like, oh, you guys aren't from around here, you know? We're like, no, we're from Florida, and, like, we can buy beer just about damn anywhere, you know? And they're like, yeah, it's not like that up here, but you guys are staying in Spring Mill, so you got the Frosty Hook, which is the local bar, and the fucked up thing was they didn't explain to us that you could buy beer to go from the bar. That's where you buy beer. You have to go to the bar to buy your beer. That's and, crazy. Yeah, it is. Like there, you, you come in and you got the bar all the way down I the left side. This is America, right? And then behind you, there's like this cooler with all the beers. So you, but then there's this huge poster that says how much beer you're allowed to buy. Oh yeah. So it's by serving size so like uh-huh. a can, regular can yeah and how many of those you can have right or if it's a 40 ounce bottle how many of those you're allowed to have right and the combinations of such right so you get like 140 a six pack and one other okay so you want to know shit. you want to know the really ins and outs of pennsylvania those are the rules that mm-hmm. matrix you would have to look and go okay and you can get that. And they're like, happy to sell it to you. Not a single beer more than what the poster says. So you take that and you walk out to your car and you put it in the car. Go right back in. You turn around, you walk back in. <laughs> they didn't there's no there's no law about how many times you can do that. Yeah. You can just only do that per visit. Yeah. Um but anyway, the uh I wonder what if if that has ever cut down on any kind of no negative no illness. Way. They're just doing no meth way. instead. Yeah. So it was interesting because this is like a really, really small town. And uh, everywhere up there are such small towns that they have volunteer fire departments. Yeah. And at noon, the, the, the they've got like a siren at the fire at the fire station that goes off at noon. It's like you know, like better not have any fires, right? We're going on lunch, right. right? Well, no, it's just like they just mark noon with, and I guess it's tests and shows that it's working. I don't know, yeah. but uh, the first time it went off, we we're like, what the? It's like the tornado siren, you know? It's creepy yeah. as fuck. But um, the cool thing about that bar was it literally was like the stereotypical hole in the wall bar. And each time we went in there around lunchtime, because they ended up, they had a food menu, and it was actually decent, good food. They had excellent chili, amazingly good chili. We'd go in there, 
and the same cast of characters was there yeah. each time. <laughs> and it was cool because we're sitting kind of way off to one end of the bar and the normal group is over there and they're, you know, just talking about just normal shit, yeah. right? The Carls of uh, the Frost. Mm-hmm. And, and so... They probably lived real close. In line, in line <laughs> with us to my left, all the way to the end of the bar, then the bar turns and there was like two seats on the 90 degree portion of the yeah. bar. And there was an older guy sitting there and a younger girl. And at some point, the bartender says to her, so you just had a birthday. How old are you now? And she's like, 14. Oh, my God. And I, Shannon and I looked at each other like, did you just hear that? Yeah, she's 14. <laughs> well, she's drinking a, like a 7-Up or something or a Sprite. I guess it's okay. And she was just hanging out at the bar. And, like, that was her uncle or her dad or her brother or something. Uh, yeah. And the conversation we could hear was like, yeah, well, I got to go. And. I got to run over to blah, blah, blah. And we'll be back in about an hour or so. And he gets up and he walks over to the cooler that's behind everybody, opens it, and gets a 25-ounce beer out. Because you get an yeah, extra yeah. ounce. It was like steel reserve. or nice. no, It was a bush. It was a bush uh, oh, bush beer yeah. that uh, Bush Light with an extra ounce. It wasn't a 24-ouncer. Mm-hmm. It was yeah. a 25-ouncer. And he just like... Starts making it for the door, and as he's going for the door, he like holds it up like he's the Statue of Liberty, and he calls the barmaid's name out and says, "I'm taking this in for the road." And she's like, "All right," and walks over and like takes like the old, like handwritten like yeah. checks, yeah, long term tab, and yeah, yeah, and puts a little tick mark, That's lays awesome. it back down. One more twenty five like, ounce for Jeb. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it was really fun to see like super small town America yeah. at yeah. work. Yeah, we went to one place um, on a shoot for um, one of the shows, and we ended up coming across this one restaurant that was floating in the middle of a marina on a barge. Uh-huh. And um, they, I guess, it was like a long process to get a liquor license, but like. Not on a barge. Well, they couldn't sell liquor. Well, they couldn't sell beer. So they had a cooler out there, and you just take whatever beer you want. Like, as part of you ordering, you know, it's like, wrong beer. Yeah, it's fucking awesome. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure they factor that into the price. Yeah. But I yeah. like that. Yeah. Yeah, that's fucking awesome. So, the trip to PA, albeit the fishing was terrible because of the weather. Yeah. It was absolutely beautiful. Like, stayed in a fucking church. Like, yeah, we stayed in a church that was built in the 1800s. Um, rebuilt and I, I never got the story of like whether it was just renovated but like rebuilt like just after the 19 like 1904 1908 or something like that and you know full stained glass windows everywhere and and, and basically it's almost like think of like a chapel sized little church so it's this huge cathedral ceiling and they did like a small addition in the back so there was a bedroom on the left and then in the back there was a second bedroom, bathroom, and the, I guess the sanctuary. They had like a couple of like really tall bookcases that kind of made a partition. So you had a bedroom off to one side, and then in the very back, which would have been like the front where the preacher would have been. Yeah. They had put in a big like 
kitchen bar with a you know and then we had you know stove kit you know oven all that and then sink it was really cool it was like unbelievably like cozy and nice yeah and it it was an airbnb that we found (laughs) that's crazy and pet friendly so we took the dog and it was just really a laid-back cool vibe and we would typically, like I told you, she would go out, hang out with me while I tried to fish like an idiot. And then in the evenings, there was like an Amish-made like picnic table out beside the church that we would sit. Behind the church, around the church, was all uh, a big cemetery. cemetery. And we were right on the road. That's probably what those bedrooms were. And we Prep would sit. <laughs> we, yeah. Mm-hmm. And we would sit and like, That's so funny. you could hear like, Oh, the Amish going the, down the road. Yeah, yeah, and the Amish would come like by in their, you know, in their little buggy, and they would all wave, and we'd wave, cool. and it was just a relaxing, kick-ass week of unwinding. Time. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it was really cool. Yeah, stuff like that. Kind of, you come back to this kind of water, just like, ugh. well, just the weather we came back to. It was like, yeah, fucking yeah that was un- about the end of the. I mean, the the cool first air, the, the first three yeah. days we were there, we literally had a fire going in the wood burning stove in the middle of the church <laughs> yeah. to keep warm at night, and that then we changed. came back to ninety three and wear the air and counting. So yeah, yeah. yeah. but uh, looking forward to going back up there. Hopefully uh, next year we'll have better weather or something like that. So yeah. we'll see. But, I, uh, I'm disappointed I couldn't make it. That sounded like a good time. Yeah, but. pretty pretty rad, pretty neat trip. And uh, well, we always have next year. Yeah. So, uh, so well, from Carl, here, you are you're heading out tomorrow out west, out west, yep. out to the Midwest. Yeah, what's Got in it. Arkansas? But I don't know. Where are you going? He's oh, Andy's family lives out there. Oh, yeah. That and, you know, Table Rock. Lake, table? Yeah, Lake of the Ozarks. I don't know. So you're probably going to go, what, up 75 all the way to I-40 and then go I-40 all the way out? It's Chattanooga's kind of the stop. Okay. It's like, and it's nearly halfway. Okay. So that's kind of the end of the, you know, decent, clean, newer hotel yeah. stuff. Because once you start going... Going west, it gets, it gets. Uh, and where in Arkansas are you guys going? Actually, we're actually going into Missouri. Oh, you're going to Missouri? Yeah, yeah. okay. Missouri, yeah, Missouri, which is the other Miami. Yeah. Um. Columbia. Columbia, Missouri. And you're gonna be gone for like a week or so. Almost, okay. yeah. yeah. So the whole week is Friday night. Now we're leaving tomorrow morning early. Uh, yeah, good party next week. And you're gonna be gone, Andrew, like for what? a month. A month, yeah. okay. DC. Yeah, Andrew does it big. Yeah, I don't fuck with a week. <laughs> <laughs> He's like week. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm ready to be in one place for a while. Well, I'll be uh, going to Nashville this week, so you'll be right on my heels. Yeah, but I'll be back to Tennessee back by the weekend. Yeah, back down here, and then. Uh, Mr. Uh, Pickett around. over here is going. Mr. Pickett. All right, so, let's, to, uh, so where where's your sticker placements? So my sticker placement so far is a jeepney and a boat. Right. 
Um, and the door of the, the net maker. The, the door of the net maker and two wild cards to just mm-hmm. see something. Be creative. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Exactly. If it's a some large kind of rice wagon, some kind of large exotic animal. Okay. Believe it or not, I could do that. It's probably like Very, an elephant or like a. No, no, it's called a carabao. It's basically a like water a, buffalo. I was going to say no some way. kind of oxen oh, yeah. or some and shit. freaking everywhere. Right? Just walking around? Yeah. That's right what I'm there. saying. We need to make a brand. Like brand stuff. Yeah. Brand. Like I'm the metal brand. Yeah. I can tell you right now, I'm not branding a carabao. <laughs> that thing is going to yeah. run like horn shit. you. Yeah. But it's weird. Their horns go, you know, like a cow would normally come out their head and point toward their face. These they come rotate. out their head and go toward their toward the back. back. Yeah. Oh. And they, uh, but they people get gored on them occasionally. And uh, every time I've tried, everybody to, like, has ride a bad day now or, or sit on one. <laughs> they have the running of the carabao. No, but they. <laughs> yeah. There, there is a video on the, I think it's on the interweb, of me actually. I you know been going there for 10 years and i've never ridden one of these things and all my friends have ridden them and they're like you've never ridden one hop on one and we're at the orphanage and bert the main guy brings this carabao he's like you can ride this one it took me 10 minutes to calm it down enough to let me kind of get close <laughs> and there is a in slow motion one second video of me getting my leg over this carabao and that thing flipping, taking off, and me sliding mm-hmm. right off the back, barely missing the those rear the hoofs. Ben Sittig scenic view dump. Yeah, <laughs> that it just took. Yeah. So uh, I've never ridden one, and I don't know that I'd want to stick a sticker to it, but I think it'd be funny as heck. Yeah, I think you like do Like on it. its horn, like wrap it around its horn. Yeah, yeah. The stick better. <laughs> just just talk real sweet <laughs> to it <laughs> while you're doing we'll it. See where yeah. we get. Right, feed, right. feed it oats while you right. do it. And uh, I I should hope that you have uh, a laptop that's filled with uh, plenty of entertainment for in flight. I have I have movies and, and Delta's come a long way. They've okay, got so these. what is, what is the route that you'll take? Okay, route will be tomorrow at six a.m. I will take off from Melbourne. I don't Melbourne. know if that include times for. Well, this will be post. Never mind. Don't worry. Yeah. No. <laughs> it, yeah. yeah. There's no interception going on. Early early morning to. Well, if you come find me in an airport, I'll stick a, a huge sticker fly fisherman you. sticker on you. <laughs> the, uh, to your body. The, your baby. So forehead, whatever. <laughs> um, Melbourne to Atlanta. Atlanta to Tokyo. Holy mo- That's it, a yeah, long it's flight. A, it's about 13 and a half hours. It's a hop and a the, uh, Fingers crossed I have. I'm, I'm at top tier Delta status, and part of the things you get to pick these gifts, and one of them I picked last year was four international upgrade vouchers, and they're good for a year. Mine expires on August 8th, so if it doesn't work this time, I'll try it on the way home. But for one whole leg on like a round trip ticket, I can be up to first class. And so there's one seat left, and I called it in. And as long as nobody who's got more miles than me, which it's not impossible. It's pretty tough. I did 190,000 miles with Delta last year. Oh, my God. And as long as nobody comes up, I'll be in first class the whole way. So that's kind of what I'm hoping happens. You're going to be in a 747? Um, they've, Delta has discontinued the 747 in October of last year. Okay. Um, they're in Airbus 350, maybe? 
Okay. Pretty big. It's got uh-huh. the uh, their first class cabin now, or like these squared off suites with the sliding door. And I've I've gotten to ride in one once. It was pretty slick. So I I'm gonna looking I'm, forward to it. Yeah. Hopefully it pans out. Um, if not, I'll try it on the way home. So from Tokyo, then you then you pop fly to, to Manila. Okay. Yeah. And then we'll I'll end at like nine o'clock at night or something. I'll go crash in a hotel for a couple hours. I've got a four a.m. flight down to Southern Philippines. That's like an it's like a two hour flight. And then we'll go get to work for the day, and then I'll get a good night's sleep. Is that plane, like, from Tokyo to the Philippines made out of an old Jeep? Mm, <laughs> not that I know of, but that one's still a Delta flight. Now, the one from Manila to Davao City, I would say, there's probably your odds have, have crept up. Right. There's, probably right. Some, there's probably some Jeep parts on right. it. Yeah. It's not that components. it was designed to it's, have it. It's right. interesting. Depending on what... If we fly Philippine Airlines, it's okay. If we fly Cebu Pacific, their seats are so stinking small, my feet can't hit the ground for an hour and a half. They're just... My knees are stuck up here. And I, so if I can... I can usually talk the lady at the counter to giving me an exit row, but it's, like a, it's almost like a uh, Southwest deal. First one to the ticket counter gets to pick where their seat is for the most part. Okay. Uh, go from there. Good thing is I like to get to the airport stupid early because yeah. of that. All right. Well, safe travels. We'll do. We'll see you in a month. Yeah. Six weeks. Six, Six weeks. Six weeks. All right. Well, uh, I don't know about you fellas. Catch but, some funny uh, fish while you're there. I'm going to yeah. try. They, uh, yeah. they kind of the the big things I've seen the most of are GT and milkfish. So I tied up some, some algae flies for the milkfish and just a bunch of fun random stuff for the GTs mm-hmm. and whatever else I can manage to. They've got Indo-Pacific tarpon, which are kind of cool. Small. A little mm-hmm. bit small. Well, they get up to 60 pounds. Okay. Um, never seen one over there. Supposedly they're there. Yet to see one. Um, Indo-permit. They do have some form of a permit. I haven't, I haven't seen one, but I, they, I have been told they're there. Yeah. And then the blue trevally and a couple other things. Yeah. But there's no sport Enough fishing culture over there. So if if everything goes according to plan perfectly, I might have 20 hours spread out over six weeks in pockets. I can maybe fish, and we'll Jeez. see if we can't make it happen. But in all likelihood, it'll probably be four hours or five, and yeah. it's going to be what it is. Yeah, Still pretty rad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, something different. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, I think that wraps episode it up. eight is uh, wrapped. Yeah. Hope uh, everybody enjoys it, and uh, not sure when the next time we're gonna get together, but <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, it's summertime, so uh, we'll cover living some, is easy. Yeah. Cover yeah. some miles, and then come back and yeah, do it again. More stories. I mean, the more separation. Yeah. Right. More stories. So. Yeah. All right. Cool, cool. All See right. ya. See ya. Later. Later. Wait, keep talking. I don't have a song. Oh, oh no. Andrew. Andrew. We were so prepared when Ted was oh, here. Yeah. So good. Ted never <laughs> let that happen. Keep going. <laughs> <laughs> Next topic. Yeah. Do you think Ted noticed the uh, Canadian bacon? No. I don't think he did either. All right, we're good. We're good. By golly, it's clean, clear to Flagtown. Come on. Yeah, that's a big 10 four there, Big Ben. Yeah, we definitely got the front door, good buddy. Mercy sakes alive, looks like we've got us a convoy.
was a dark of the moon on the 6th of June in a Kenworth pulling logs. Cab over Pete with a reefer on and a Jimmy hauling hogs. We is heading for Bear on I-10, about a mile out of Shaky Town. I says, Pigpen, this here's a rubber duck, and I'm about to put the hammer down. Cause we got a little Say. Hey. 